0: we are, the Possum Pit Podcast, uh, ready for episode number two. How you guys doing today? Pretty I'm good, great. man. Are you sure? No. <laughs> well, uh...
1: <laughs> one of us is not happy.
0: One of, one, of us is, um, one of us is not happy today. And it's not Ward. I'm not... It, oh. Or me. Um... <laughs> Before I get too much into it, I want to say uh, thanks to everybody who listened to the first episode, everybody who got in touch with us. People have, uh, people have hit me up from Croatia, of all places. I got an email from a guy saying he liked it a lot. He, wow. He never problems. That's long a long, long way away. <laughs> <laughs> um, he liked us. Uh, Terry Hudson. I don't know if you know Terry, right down the street, right around the corner, he, he told me he liked it. He was going on about the things that you know we were talking about. had
2: a guy was like, well, "Man, you're killing it with everything, man, that podcast and everything." And Dave goes, "Yeah, you like podcasts? Why are you listen to it?" Yet. <laughs>
0: That's the kind of fans we want. Uh, but uh but I appreciate everybody. We are working on a couple other things uh tirelessly. I've been researching different ways for you guys to hear this and uh, we have now. We're now on iTunes. It should be easy to find. I had some people say they successfully <laughs> found it. it you works, found it. it
3: works easily. It works good.
0: So uh, we got it on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So look on the Facebook page. We're easy to find on the Facebook page. I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have links for all these on the Facebook page. And subscribe. In some cases, re- you know, review on iTunes. Review. Let us know what you what you think. We want to hear it, even if uh, you don't like it. We need to hear this stuff. And um, that's about all I got. There's a couple things I wanted to go over. Uh, Last episode, we ran out of space. I'm not going to lie. We ran out of space and came and fixed it. I think it sounds pretty good. We ain't got that problem today. We've had a lot of technical uh, issues. Last week, I brought these guys in here for about hour and a half only to realize the damn thing didn't even record so uh, I had a bunch of angry guys looking at me wanting to fight me when we were three made some uh, purchases did a little bit more research I think we're good to go so these things should be popping out about every two weeks (coughs) just stick uh, just stick with us be patient I probably picked the wrong time of the year to do this to be honest (laughs) with you Christmas Holidays, we'll get we'll get them. Nuptials, in. we'll get them in. At
1: oh, The right time of the year, all the bugs will be worked out.
0: Yeah, I think so too. With the really good stuff. But anyway, uh, going around to my to my left, I got my good bud of almost thirty years, Steve Winslow. How you doing, bud? Doing great, man. Doing great. Glad to be here. What you do last night after we uh, went to uh, the uh, memorial?
3: A forty-two-year-old's a Friday night. I hear you snoring by eight
0: thirty. So uh that's pretty much it. I went and had up and then I got, I went to bed. I went and had one of the best <laughs> I went and had one of the best burgers that can you can have. At
3: Whataburger. burger.
0: You know in all the world. In all the world we what? have the best burger. What did you get on that in burger? In Cabarrus yeah. County. What was on that burger? Chili, lettuce. No, no, it wasn't lettuce. Dusty got lettuce. Chili, onions, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise. And and, right. and, and, and tire
3: rubber from the side of the road. Did you,
2: did you get a cherry lemon sunrise? Of course. Okay.
0: I'm a Cabarrus County native. Just asking. All right. Across from me, how you doing there, Russ Ward? All right. Feeling really worldly next to you guys. Well, you're the guy that's been all across the sea. and Yeah, but, but, uh, but, but I also I'm, know where
2: the, where the real Whataburger is.
3: There's one, yeah, there's one right there.
2: No, there, <laughs> there ain't a Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Whataburger wants to be. What, the Whataburger right here? Yeah. There's one right across the street. Across the street.
4: It's like, on the same not side the real ones we went to in
2: Texas. Yeah, not the real ones. No, I'm talking yeah. No, 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 it's right here. It's right here. It's right here. Yeah. That's Three one. It's on like... the same side yeah, yeah. of Barry's house. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's good as hell. Okay. You yeah, it's good. Yeah, nah, thank it's you. All
2: right. it's, it's all right. All right. It's nice. It's not good at all. You Barry. don't
3: think that's good? No. It's Southern cuisine. No, it's
1: called like. It shows how fragile the human brain was, that you thought that was good when you were a kid. Listen, man, when I was was a kid, there was two
3: things that got me excited. When mom said, he's some mom or what a bird. Both of them, dude, was like, yes.
0: Bear, I got to tell you, if we weren't here on your property using your stuff and your electricity in your room, you'd be out of here. That's right, tea party. We didn't have a damn tea party. He's the, he's the, the producer. Um, so yeah, I feel worldly today next to you guys. Okay, it should be uh, it should be noted, and I, I mentioned this last week. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, my buddy Russ does a pretty popular blog that can be accessed at queencitystomp.blogspot.com. Hit him up, read it. Just add him on Facebook. He talks about it all the time, so you know.
2: Nobody read the last one. I was
0: sorry, bro. What'd you write about? What did
3: I write
2: about in the last? Fall. Oh, hey, last, oh last I
0: just thoughts, uh, yeah. like
3: capsule of
0: hey, last few <coughs> shows we did. Hey,
3: nobody, nobody read it.
2: Because I got a thing that shows me how oh. what the read counts are. Oh, I read
3: it.
2: So
0: yeah, he just did something. No, it's all good. <laughs> to my <laughs> to my right, going in clockwise, a guy I've known for years, have a tremendous amount of respect for, and he is, keeps moving along. My good buddy Jeff Clayton. How you doing? Been better. Well I'm grumpy today. Well let, let, let me blow your ego up just a little bit. Uh I didn't that mention this I didn't mention this the last episode. Mm-hmm. It should be said that three of the five guys in this room make up the majority of the the punk rock band anti scene. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that most people a good chunk of the people listening to this know exactly who Anisine is. Yeah. So um, you might hear about Anacene quite a bit, and you should because they're the me longest running, best punk rock band in this area. Have been for going on over three decades.
4: I would go so far as to say the world, but yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and hang with this area. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: You're making me but nervous, thank man. But thank you, Jim. And uh, they have a new record out, anti scene. We're number one. Probably the uh, the best record they've done in, I would say, in my opinion, since groove. The best record they've done, and probably the most. Um, what's the word? You really put a lot into it. Yeah, we kind of went over the top with the the whole packaging, the packaging, the the vinyl. And I kind of like the fact that it's four only, just four songs, and all this this whole big production was made over four songs. Um, plus, tell us about the uh, the Southern Hostility demo. Oh, okay. Um,
4: back when uh, this, this had to have been the early '90s when we still had uh, Doug Throgmorton as drummer, we uh, <clears throat> had gotten on a really productive uh, streak of songwriting. But we figured, okay, let's try doing the whole demo thing where we kind of study what we've done and see how we couldn't do it better, you know, down the road a little bit. But when we decided to name the album Southern Hostility, a couple of the songs kind of didn't fit with that, Title and that motif we wanted to have. So we re recorded a couple of covers and, and a maybe a song or two else. It, we did those for singles. And uh, Doug went on a leave, which was for an undetermined amount of time. So we got a new drummer in, which was uh, Steve Sadler. And we basically just used the cassette version of those songs for him to learn what we had gotten so far. And maybe a handful of people have heard it ever, and I put it away. It's been in a box for decades and decades. I'm surprised the damn thing even worked anymore, to be honest with you. And when I got it out, uh, probably about five years ago, I tried to play it. It played fine, <clears throat> and I listened to it, and I—I I don't think it, you know, uh, matches the actual. Southern Hostility released sonically, but it's a it's a whole different take on it with Throg Morton playing, with it re- being recorded a lot cleaner, and we weren't really intending for it to be released because when we did it, you know, I had a shredded voice and all, but uh, I think uh, our fans, especially the diehards, are going to be real excited to hear it and. Uh, <clears throat> And the uh, packaging on that is going to be 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 uh, a pretty good thing too. It's going to come with a poster and everything from back then.
0: Well, I think with uh, what you um, with your involvement with TKO and the the expansion they've done, TKO mm-hmm. Records, the the packagings for records with them are probably all going to be pretty top notch. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah,
4: and uh, I'll go ahead and break this news. On the podcast right now, before I even but even break it out on the uh, antising or uh, the antising Facebook page. Um, yesterday, I mailed off the original mixed down two track tape of the entire drastic session. Oh, really? To Cascade printing. So there were fourteen songs done when we did drastic. Only one of those, other than the tracks that uh, appeared on Drastic, I've never seen the light of day. I can't even remember what some of them sound like. It might be terrible, but it's a time capsule piece. It's not, you know, intended to be the new anti-scene release. You know,
0: so. so that was, um, so that was, uh, you're saying there are songs that we've never heard or just versions yeah. of songs? And and
4: uh, some of the music uh, people did end up hearing on the uh, GG and anti-scene Murder Junkies record. We just took Old songs that we didn't play anymore, and uh, Gigi put his new lyrics to the to the old music. Matter of fact, when I found the tape the other day, it, the tape was recorded November 3rd,
0: nineteen eighty. Oh, wow, four, so wow. so right at, yeah, right, yeah, that's cool. So it
4: was kind of weird, you know, like I think I found it on like uh, the 5th or something like that.
0: Well, I was thinking about it before, um, you know, I was kind of having making a mental note of things I wanted to touch on that I didn't, and uh, bringing anti-scene into out in this uh, was important. And I was like, well, I want to talk about the, the word number one, because I had it on the list from before we ever did the first podcast. And I was like, I'm going to bring up that, because I, honestly, I didn't even know we were doing that. You told me about drastic, but I didn't even know you were doing Southern Hostility demos, hmm. which is pretty cool. I um, I'm interested to hear the difference in sound, because Southern Hostility, to me, is... Can be kind of hard to listen to.
4: Mm, it's noisy. It's, it's real. But you know that's what a lot of people like about it—the fact that it is so abrasive. Well,
0: it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not uh, so hard to listen to that I don't like it. I do. I love it. I mean, my, my favorite song. Uh, some of my favorite songs are on there: "Hateful Power," "Evil Rock and Roll." But it is—you know—it's a little tingy in the ears. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to hear what this sounds like. Plus, you know, you nerd out on stuff like that. Yeah. So that's going to be pretty cool.
1: Plus, it's fucking more playing drums. Well, lot. that's
0: another thing. Um, uh, not to disparage anybody that was the ever US. in your band, but he, uh, he had a odd style for for a punk rock band. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I like it. Like his his version of "Kill the Business." Like I, that drumming on that was insane. Good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Wrapping it up with my intros, the guy behind me, and probably the, I would not have been able to do this, because, uh, not only is he letting, is he hosting our space, but he has, uh, kind of worked through some of these technical issues with me, my good friend and producer, Barry Hannibal. How you doing, Barry? All right. I'm glad we are, uh, got all these bugs worked out. Yeah, It was starting to eat a hole in me. Anyway, uh... Usually, the way I want to do this is have two or three things to talk about. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has released their list of nominees this year, which they always do about this time of year, and right around my birthday. They'll put out the uh, they'll put out the list of the people they they pick. I'm pretty sure I can pick about three of them off this list that I know we're going to get on. But before we get into it, I'm going to I'm going to just read off who we who is actually on this list with. Uh, Try to keep as much emotion out of it as possible. Going in alphabetical order. Bad Brains. Chaka Khan. Chick. Depeche Mode. The Electric Light Orchestra. The J. Giles Band. Jane's Addiction. Janet Jackson. Joan Baez. Joe Tex. Journey. A lot of J's. Craftwork. The MC5. Pearl Jam. Steppenwolf. The cars, the zombies, Tupac Shakur, and yes. Well, I'll just ask. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll say this. I don't know how everybody officially feels about it, but for the most part, people that like that love rock and roll as much as we all do, nay, say the Hall of Fame. We don't think it's important. Who gives two shits? But then we get mad when our favorite bands are ignored. And we're happy whenever they get, uh, whenever they get inducted. inducted. But, uh, Russ, I mean, does it matter? The Rock and Roll of Fame? Eh, I
2: mean, it's it's Jan Winters. Winner's. It's the Rolling Stone Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know. It's Jan Winner's uh, private club. It is. And it, you know, the you look at it and you realize you look at a list like that and what they're doing is. They're trying to advance some idea of the cultural significance of rock and roll music so they have that end that they push, but they also have to concede to the commercial end of it, and commercial success is too often equated with cultural success. Does that make any sense? hmm So, you know, I explain it to people about... I always use the Sex Pistols. I'm like, 1978... Sex Pistols released their first and only record. And even if you don't know the music, you at least know the name. You know Johnny Rotten. You know Sid Vicious. You know the Sex Pistols. Then I turn around and go, but do you know who Jerry Rafferty was? And most people say, no, don't know who he is. And he sold five million copies of one single that year. A song called Baker Street. Yeah. Who had the impact? The long-term impact. You know, you measure that after... You can't measure it in short-term commercial success. You measure it in long-term impact, you know, that you see an influence that extends beyond just the time that it that it existed in. You get, like, a group like Journey on there. Journey might still have a commercial success that is extended to today as far as its presence on, you know... AOR radio, classic rock radio. But do you hear an influence of Journey on, well, maybe you do on Train? I don't know, but that's still well, another thing. Well, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Okay, before we get it, start nitpicking it, let me ask you you make a good point, but are they doing that now because they're they right in the wrong? Or I should say, right in the right. Like, I, I see two things here. For one thing, you have a guy. You have a band like Journey. Journey would not have been on this list ten years ago, no. twenty years ago. So part of me says they're running out of na- they're oh, running yeah, of out, they're running out of, of, of uh, cool kids to induct. Then you have a band like the MC5, which people a lot of people argue should have been on twenty years ago. Yeah. Um. So are they writing the wrong? Or are they just running out of names? I think I'm, they're
3: running out of running names
0: because man, look look, look here.
4: Shaka Khan. Sheik, I love Sheik. I love Joe Tex, Janet Jackson. Uh, Tupac Shakur. Please play me one track of their rock and roll catalog. They're not rock and roll, and I do. And and, and I think it's stupid to even call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you're inducting Tupac Shakur. Now, if they had a rap and hip hop Hall of Fame, would the Clash be inducted to that? No. No.
0: Well, I think you're talking about. Rock and roll gets – Rock and roll is a very it, encompassing it, – it means, it means different things to different people. But
4: why is rock and roll the only music that's treated that
0: way? You're right.
4: Why was Bob Marley inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Would Bob Marley have told you himself, oh, I play rock and roll?
0: I think Hank Williams no. Sr.'s in. Yeah,
4: Hank Williams Sr. I'm, I love all these artists I, I'm mentioning right now. I'm, I'm, kind of hypocr- I'm kind
3: of hypocritical at that point, and I agree with you. But I'm kind of hypocritical because I grew up on Run DMC, but it was just my age. And seeing Daryl McDaniel's shoes in there to me was as cool as seeing Cliff Burton's bass or Alice's shoes, and they're not rock and roll, so I'm I'm split on that one, man. And I don't know anything about Tupac, so I can't even argue that. But I'm kind of yeah. split. I'm kind of split on <laughs> rap being in there because man, it was very influential, like on my age group, from a cultural pushing, pushing me to go. Well, damn, they, they, they're hanging out with Metallica. They're hanging out with certain bands. So I found them because of them. Do I think they belong in there? Probably not, but it was cool to see parts and pieces of them in there. I mean, that's a weird answer, I guess, but I I, I can't I can't fight either side of it. Do, you know, Run DMC in itself was more. There was a lot of rock and roll in the music, but hip hop in itself shouldn't shouldn't be in there. I don't. But, think. but I mean, uh, okay. Why don't they just call it the music hall of Fame? Yeah. Well, I look at it like or the Well, like, like like what I said there. I look at it more as a museum. And I was happy to see certain things in there, and I would walk past Pearl Jams or whoever's exhibit like, and go right to what I wanted to see. I, I look at it more as, as a museum than I do a cultural cultural well, thing. Food. Maybe it used to be, but I think in the world we live in now, man, I don't think anybody really cares. He's trying to make his money and do a show on VH1 or whatever it's on now and move on with it to next year. I mean – well, that's what I'll I'm still saying. Go they got to
2: concede to a certain commercial demand yeah. because when they otherwise, you know, who's going to want to even have an interest in it? If it was all obscure bands, there'd be a lot. Of the, you know, there would be an audience for that. But I mean, uh, but it shouldn't. Be. There's a there's now they're doing the they do a,
3: a audience vote. You know, they like one vote. Well, and that you, was well, wh- no.
2: You can vote as often that, as you want. That's what but, it was
3: weird because I went to vote the other day and I'm like, <coughs> it said you can vote five times. Oh uh, well, and you, I'm like that. no that in what itself doesn't even make no, sense. No, what they're
2: saying is you can choose. I think
3: five no, times. you can vote. Uh, are you sure? I Maybe don't I looked know. at it. I wrong. don't know.
2: But anyway, the point is, is you can see the results as they are currently running, and you realize that you know, Journey's of course at the top is like off the chart. What know? do you think about bands that get and, accepted? And down uh, at the bottom is MC Five. Well, what do you think but about band's getting accepted? we know because we're we're like music nerds that we can see and understand and and, and readily recognize the influence the MC5 has had that the average radio rock listener is not going to understand.
3: But a mom with three kids isn't like, is not is going to walk right past that. You know,
2: well, exactly. That's, That's what I'm, what I'm saying. saying. That's <laughs> the, and they know that that that, that goes again the yeah. commercial appeal. They got to have you know the only reason why Kiss ever got in was because there was such you know there's. Uh, there's a, so there's like that duality to it. So they're looking at the stuff that they know
3: is important versus the stuff that's financially important. Right. Well, how you do know? you feel about a band that doesn't accept it, like the Sex Pistols or you know some other that's bands? That's
2: fine. I don't think that, you know. Because the whole idea is kind of absurd when you think about it to begin with. I mean, rock, rock and roll is counterculture. Yeah. Rock and roll is counterculture. And here you're setting yeah. it up as establishment. You know, and, and now you're doing the exact opposite of everything that, you know, rock and roll was rebelling against as 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 an idea. Attitudinally be, at a, at a point. Nobody else
1: will have the balls to turn it down. Yes. I mean, probably not. Who call the- us tomorrow and tell us we're in? We're like, well, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, well, you know what? We like we 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 love to trash them, but,
0: but but <laughs> Axl Rose didn't show up. He yeah. was he was yeah. like, fuck like, yo, I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna be there. There's people that don't show up.
2: The thing is, is I mean, you know, it's like you said though. It's like when when groups that you like get that recognition, especially these obscure groups that never got their their just due the MC, in their time. The MC5. And now they're the MC Five, the Ramones when they got in, the Stooges when they got in. I mean, you know, it's and it's ironic that like when Madonna got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of all people, Madonna goes back to what you said. You know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, man, I mean, and, but who did Madonna? Choose to get to play her music. She didn't perform. Guess who performed her music when she got e, inducted? Iggy e, e, Pop. In Stooges. the Stooges. And when you've got someone like Madonna who's using her position to kind of chastise the Rolling Stone, you know, Jan Winter, Electorate, whatever you call it, you know, she's wagging her finger going, no, these guys belong in. So much so that she got them to play her songs. Yeah.
0: That performance was actually better than the performance they gave when they
2: were inducted.
0: That <laughs> wasn't theirs. Wasn't too bad, and, and and we're going to get to the performance part of it. Um, you know, with me personally, it, I'm kind of like Steve in a sense that it's one of those things where it's like I don't know how to define rock and roll because one end of me is 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 is, is rock and roll guitar, bass, and drums, or is it attitude. is it is, is it is it attitude and counterculture? Because by that. A, two, a Tupac Shakur and an N.W.A. Absolutely, I mean whether you like it or not, right? I, ab- I, absolutely, are, are rock and roll. And that's how they. That's how they qualify it. If it's is it is it commercial success, then by that, Journey should I'll have been obviously. in. Yeah, you know, in the seventies. 10, yeah, ten. <laughs> they should have been ten years ago. The Cars. I'm a I'm a big Cars fan. Make no bones about it. I own every one of their records, and I'm surprised they're not in there. And. But I don't think they deserve to be. They didn't do anything. They just—they're just a really good band. Well, they were the MTV generation. I mean, they're Cheap Trick. I'm not. I, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that Cheap Trick is a terrible band. I know y'all are all big fans, but I mean, what did they do besides just make some great records and and have some some big singles? They didn't. They didn't change anything. Well, I mean, if it was only the groups that had an impact as far as uh, influence and
4: change, it'd be a very short list. It would be, it and, would be. And, and and that's. I mean, because, like, you know, you can argue that the Sex Pistols, maybe Sex Pistols slash Ramones slash Clash, the big three, were the only ones from that genre, like, that had the impact and everything else that came was due to their influence. You know, you can argue that all day long, but... um I don't know, man. I just, the whole process of these, I mean, I'm not not even sure who the uh, board is that picks all this out. I don't know that much about it, honestly. But I just, sometimes I just wonder, like, what the hell are they thinking when they do uh, suggest this artist but leave out others? I mean, there's still a ton of people from the 60s and um, 70s that probably should be in here. I mean, but to me it's not important. I'm not going to think a group is less uh, valid or less influential to me or less important because they're not hit with that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stamp.
0: Well, that goes you know? back to my first question. does it even matter.
4: To me, it doesn't. No,
0: same here. It doesn't matter to me.
4: It's just kind of a fun thing, you know, a little competition thing, you know. You you know, of course, I'm happy to see the MC5 finally get in. Finally get in. You know, I mean, what it took this long?
2: They're not in yet. Well, that's oh yeah, not in. But but
4: to be but it's the first time being nominated. Yeah. But well, that's Sorry. what I'm saying. It goes back to... See, see, I don't even keep up with uh, yeah, who, who won the damn thing
2: yet or but not. See, the, that's the idea. is. Just the, like I said, it's it's the recognition, especially for stuff that we sit there and champion and and people look at you sideways because they've never heard of it. And now, you're, you, you know, it kind of gives some sort of validation and kind of a mainstream thought that otherwise might not have existed.
0: Well, I think some people... And I think, it distorts the whole thing, really. I think some people like us are just excited whenever we can actually... When you when you're listening to the newscast and they release it and you see the word on the screen or you see you actually hear um some of those idiots on 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 the news actually say mc5 I mean it's it's it's, it's exciting to a point but I, I never thought it would happen but like you know
4: questioning their whole way of doing something now, now this is going to get a little controversial here but I think it's all a pc thing too man it's all a PC thing because, all right, tell me this. The, the wave of hardcore that started here, here in the U.S., you're going to tell me the bad brains need to be in there before Black Flag?
0: You make a good point.
4: Black yeah. Flag are the ones who got into a van and played every shit creek town in the United States and spread that music all over the place. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, the D.C. guys were real influenced by the Bad Brains, but Black Flag was going before Henry joined them. And they were doing that, you know, hitting the road, hitting it hard, playing in towns that, you know, probably until they played them, we never even heard
2: of. The irony is that this Bad Brains thing, you talk about the PC thing, that's exactly what's going to keep them from getting in.
0: They do too much digging. Yeah. I mean They don't even have to do
4: too much digging. They just have to do a little bit of digging for... Something they'd said 30 years ago, and then that's going to be nope.
2: But it's cool though, I was shocked to see the bad brain's name on there, you know. And that was that was kind of cool to me because that was the first acknowledgement of hardcore, you know. And I think that that's going to maybe hopefully open the door to more acknowledgement somewhere down the road, you know, even if it's limited. Black flag has got to be eventually. It's got to bubble up and be, like I said, at least nominated. I mean, it, it may not ever get in, but I again, that goes back. It's almost now like the nomination's enough of a recognition. It needs some sort of mainstream recognition to understand that it had an impact, and you know what was disregarded, and and if not outwatched outright, squashed by by the quote unquote industry is now getting some sort of mainstream recognition. But you're talking about... The like, industry's turned around and recognized it, going, okay, well... Well, also, right. the, right. the industry you know. is
0: also now guys our age, maybe. True. And that they grew up on these bands. But you, you bring up Bad Brains, and with along, with along with Black Flag, I would also say the Dead Kennedys, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. as much. Um, and it kind of strikes me a little odd that they're not... Because they were a little more artsy, and they were definitely uh, uh, Jello was a, a lightning rod in and of himself, and he loved controversy. He, he had um, he had PMRC uh, interactions.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, you know, and he he took on the not just the PMRC. Well, I guess he also got uh, in trouble with the law when he had that. Uh,
4: that that piece of that, art that, that was, art in, was in the uh, Franken Christ. Franken Christ, that's what yeah. I was thinking.
2: And
0: you know, it's and and he took it on he, he fought it and won. But and he was on Oprah. You know, you know, he's he's done these things. So I'm I'm kinda surprised that he actually um that they're not listed like bad brains I'm I would think would be maybe third or fourth in that category. Yeah,
2: I was surprised. I was surprised that they they but came black up flag ahead should be, of the Black Flag or Dead Kennedys. I would think those would have came up first. Black Flag should but have man, been. I, I still, I just, I look at it like a museum. I mean, I, I just. Well, there's, there you know, understand? There's the difference between the museum that they have and then their well, yeah, Hall of Fame. I, I do because anybody I, can have no, stuff in the museum, and I get
3: that. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm not going probably going to go to the actual induction, but I can go to the, the museum and pay twenty five dollars to get in. But I can see some cool stuff, and I'm good with it. I mean, you know, Pearl Jam. Are they on there? Yeah, a couple other bands. I mean, it's kind of like you were talking about last week. I I don't know anything about them. Can't really stand them one way or the other, for whatever reason. But you know, they might have had the influence on somebody that Kiss did to me. So I can't. It's hard for me to even differentiate who should be in there and who shouldn't be because I'm stuck on my bands from the mid '70s to the mid '80s, and I haven't stopped. So who am I to say that somebody who was born in '95? No. It's not their fault that they like Pearl Jam.
0: No, no, I, mean, I, I just and, I, I do, and do they
3: belong in there? I, I don't know. I mean, I, the
1: Hall of Fame—they're pretty goddamn famous. Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. I mean, I just don't have any ties to it. Other, I ones. understand that. I understand Jane's Addiction. I
4: don't like that. Yeah, yeah that's not my craft kind of thing. Work. I listen to. I, I understand Kraftwerk. I mean, I understand it. But I just, I, I don't know, I just think using the term rock and roll is this yeah. broad umbrella, but no other music can do that. Yeah, you're right. You know, well, I don't know, country might can now,
3: now that they've uh, included. <laughs> that's a whole nother discussion. Beyonce. I'm, well,
4: but you know, but. Uh, been, what?
3: You yeah. know, watching the country music <clears throat> stuff the other night, it, just, it was just on, you know, I don't have cable, so I only have a certain amount of channels I can watch. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, man, this is not country, you know. But the people that like country, they think that's country.
2: Well, I think so. It's would, like
3: it's like it's a whole it's weird. Like di- it's a whole burger. burger. It's a whole weird dynamic because I'm like, that's not country, guys. <laughs> I think oh yeah, that's I country. I'm like, no,
2: no, it's not. I, I mean, the, I think the thing with rock and roll though is that it drew from so many influences to begin with, and yeah. you could steer it it's in certain cool. directions and and still could maintain it. And so, therefore, any of the influences that came from outside of it, you know, as far as a Guitar, bass, drum, four-four beat thing. You know, you can kind of, I can si- kind of see the validation when you start going, yeah, but you know, it's it's sort of rock and roll, is sort of a bastardization of, of a lot of different ideas. And think some of the best groups that you know, like look at the Clash, for instance, who could who could kind of lean almost in a you know early on, you know, the punk rock almost. I wouldn't say hardcore, but, you know, they influ- obviously they informed that, which came later. But they also were influenced heavily by reggae and world music and whatever else that they threw in. But at the end of the day, the clash was still what? Oh, Rock right. and roll band. Yeah. And and that's why you can kinda go, Okay, you know, you can pull in some of these outside ideas. I think it gets a little excessive. I I get more I get more sideways with Madonna being <laughs> recognizes a rock anything then i do Tupac Shakur or Run-DMC but i understand you know people going with it's it's rap it's hip hop it's whatever you know but you know attitudinally i think the idea of hip hop and rap whether i'm the, whether i like it or not relates a lot more to rock and roll than this you know the the princess of pop, pop yeah. kind of crap michael jackson or madonna or yes or well i don't there's know yes I don't know, but I'm saying more like, I'm saying more like just like Madonna, or, or ABBA, or yeah, ABBA. And even they were questioning, they were like, we're not a rock and roll band. I mean, they got, they expressly stated that. They're like, why are we, you know, why are we getting in? They, I mean, they went and did it, whatever. So, so, so but you know, know, and that's because the, you know, that's where the lines get blurred. And I, could, I you know, you can make an argument for that stuff, but it's less so in something that's more hardline like country music, which of course has taken, you know, many, many, many years longer to evolve into what it's become now. Not for better, I would well, think. Will
3: Tupac Secure hologram be there if he? Yeah, moves. probably. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: you know. I don't, you know. So, well, I, I tell you, um, the and we've kind of hit on some of them. I'm, I'm surprised Joan Baez wasn't already in there. That's that's a little shocking to me. I thought she would have been in there the the first. First year. I would have thought they, she'd
3: been there back you know, yeah. years ago. Well,
2: you know, she she predates Dylan. She does. Yeah. You know, but I don't think she had the impact of a Dylan. I don't know that she had really the impact of, you know, Peter, Paul, and Mary, which is kind of a awful thing to say. I don't know that Peter, Paul, and Mary are even in. No, I'm not a big but, Joan Baez you know. fan either, man. I mean, you know, she was a political shit stirrer,
4: just like Dylan was. But, you know, I mean, she, she probably should have been in, but way before now. As should have the zombies, in yeah. my opinion. Okay, well, Steppenwolf. And Steppenwolf should have been in a I, long time. Well, but, you know, see, here's where I start to get fucking agitated about all this shit. Because I start thinking of my favorites <laughs> and why they're getting the cold shoulder. Why did it take so long for Kiss to get in? Only the most influential rock band of the 70s, more than likely, uh, that still has impact today with the live show. I mean, Alice... Had a big one, but let's face it, Kiss took it to times four. Times four, and and everyone has been comparing themselves
0: to that ever since. I agree, Um, and they should have been uh, the first year they were eligible. Yeah, but you know they
4: got the cold shoulder for years because it was a a a power play, and and and, like a Steppenwolf is just now getting considered. Graham Funk has never been considered, have they?
3: No, that's amazing.
0: They've not uh, and,
4: and 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 other than Stairway to Heaven, what's the one riff that our whole generation learned how to play on guitar? Smoke, smoke on, on the water, smoke on the water, and deep on, and Deep Purple just got in last year. Just yeah. Last
0: year, oh, damn, you know.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and it. and man, I got to tell you this. Just just an example, like I had a great time. Mia and my soon wife to be went to the theater last night and saw Give Me Danger. Mad Brother Ward went to the show before us. Now, you know how many people was in the theater with Mad Brother Ward? Uh, two. Yeah, I read. Russ book. Ward and Mad Brother Ward, <laughs> and were the only two people <laughs> in the theater. You know how many people were there at the seven o'clock show? Eight.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's, you know that's odd. You would think I, I'm
4: sitting there watching this, going, you know, like, see, I'm getting, I get goose goosebumps watching it, you know, and it's just like. Man, I had that feeling like, God, oh, I wish we could play, you know, now after seeing it. And then, you know, you get out, you know, and walk around with your back hurting, your feet hurting, and looking around, you know, eight people kind of rolling down the stairs. And you're just like, when I envisioned this, I was like, oh, we got to get there early because, man, there's going to be a lot of people. I need to get my seat. with. I put my feet up on the bar. I could have showed up ten minutes <laughs> after the damn thing started and still got my damn seat. Yeah. And that just kind of irritates me. But um
3: was that a one night only thing or No,
4: it's playing for the for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. But uh um a few other people on Facebook commented that, you know, at their town it was the same thing. Except for Lance.
2: you see, you see what Lance wrote? He wrote it. he went and saw in Detroit though.
4: Yeah, he saw it in uh and in the actual city of Detroit. Said so there was an auditorium that held what like 1500 1100 something like that and it was almost packed. Wow.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I, I want to see it. Last night I had considered going. I, it was actually going to be a 1-2. I was wanting to see that. And uh, Dave Wincoop played last night, and I wanted to go see that. Oh, the And uh, I had to go to – Steve and I both went to, went to school with a girl whose father passed away, so that put that out of the running. However, kind of maybe giving you a little um, foresight into to why that is the way it is, my immediate thought: It's going to be on Netflix in two in in, a, in two months anyway, so I'll just sit at home and watch it for free. Yeah, I think I think Netflix does that,
4: and that's a very rational way to think about it. I don't know if I've ever been accused of thinking of things. Rationally at first, but uh, well, you. you I, what, get, I think impulse. I'm like Stooges movie. Yeah, open well, yeah, like it's, 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 yeah, it's,
2: it's, that's where the fanboy. Well, well thing it's is. no I diff- think It's also a, a
0: matter of how how big you are into the subject. But it's it no different than that yeah. Ramones. I mean, and the Ramones are way bigger than the, the Stooges are by name. On, you know, just name alone. By t-shirts only. Uh, and when they put out that 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 movie, into uh, the century, which is really good documentary. We all loaded up, four of us, me, you, Griskin. That wasn't even It'd really a
2: <laughs> theater theater, remember? That, that was just a special showing, but man. We, it was like a, like a video projection. But but, <laughs> but but, I'm thinking like
0: they're only showing it like this day in, in, in yeah. Columbia in a college town. Dude, we stopped at Wendy's. I remember stopping at Wendy's and saying, thinking like, man, we're not, we're not going to be able to get in it was us yeah. there was like nine rows of chairs <laughs> nine rows of chairs and about how many people were there uh, Maybe 15
2: i mean like like
0: this is the band that's like like you know finally getting their 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 day after they've all you know died and broke up and i'm thinking it's just gonna be huge but no no one was even there but that's
3: a whole that's a whole nother discussion i mean, that's just the world we live in i mean that's just It'd be like yeah it is that's right? the world we live in man
4: look I I realized today that it was silly to even be emotional about that at all but that's just that's just that's just how it was about it last night
3: I was just You're like, talking about being upset
4: yeah just being being uh ticked off that there wasn't more of a showing.
2: For you know, yeah, you know, but honest. But, but doesn't that really feed the idea that we get excited when we see these names pop up on a list like this? That kind of well, goes as, back as, and as shows as, that we're getting some sort of recognition well, that kind of validates our position well, that we, as, we, as we a,
3: recognize these bands as being important well, and great or whatever. As a, as a business person though, I'm looking at it like, why would they show that in a theater? I mean, why wouldn't you show that in clubs? I mean, that's just me. I mean, somebody had to pay for that, and that's got to be a loss somewhere. I mean, why wouldn't you show that in a club? You know, with with some kind of record store type day thing, you know, and just get people there, I promote think, it. I, I think, mean, just I, I mean, I think, I think
0: showing it in the movie theater uh, a documentary like that is more of um, it's just a, a token. I, I don't think they think they're going to make any money. Right, but I'm
3: saying, why, if you if you made that movie, why wouldn't you get that into clubs with some kind of freebie <coughs> or some kind of thing to? I mean, I just think it would be more. Is it does it not go that direction? Well, or?
0: it goes back to what I was saying. Though I think I think people are Netflix now. People are yeah. people are watching that stuff at home. There was a showing for the Twisted Sister movie, which wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. But as beside the point, they were making a, a fucking movie about Twisted that, Sister. There was a, that movie showed in the theater. That, that, there was a showing for it. Oh. But I mean, like they do, they they'll, they they'll do a night
2: Deals the one night only deals that they do. And that's, the, what's unusual about this is that it's actually uh a release, yeah,
0: you know. So I mean, I I was interested in going to a theater. See, I mean, that's one of my that's one of my bands. You know, that's one of the bands that I that formed me. And it's like, I didn't break my neck to go to the movie theater because I knew that I'd see it on Netflix. They're not on that list. Oh, they'll never be on that <laughs> list. Well, I don't know. They keep, you know, once, they should be on that list once once they get. They should baseball. be on that list, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm. 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 I'm as much as of a fan as I am and it, the cultural impact of, like of that band second. the cultural impact of that band for like the mid 80s is is, is a footnote but I don't think they changed anything I, I, I love Twisted Sister but I don't by, by my standards they wouldn't be on that list
1: but that's I, all the things not about people that changed anything but see
2: that's the whole thing is, is it's the difference between the commercial and the cultural but I mean, and, and you know, it's like going back to Kiss. I think I don't think Kiss's impact was so much in, in, in a musical way, and it, you know, that's kind of the difference between what's an influence and what's an inspiration. You know, I think I think there are few guys that I could name that would be more inspirational—not necessarily influential, but inspirational—made kids want to go pick up a guitar than mm-hmm. Ace Frehley. They may not have gotten; they may have gotten the inspiration as how they played elsewhere. But the desire and the want came from probably looking at pictures of But that's everyone. what I always thought you was know. weird
3: about kids is everybody said the music sucked. But if you listen to the music, if the music sucked, the kids wouldn't have wanted to play well, that. That's the, uh, so that's my argues, the music That's a good. whole
2: other thing, man. I have argued that with people all day long. I'm like, you know, everyone's like, well, if they didn't have the show and the image. And <clears> I'm, I'm like, that stuff, you, you know, KISS were popular before there was videos. Before there was, you know, any way to see it. The only way you could see it is if you went to go see it. Yeah. And a lot of kids my age in that generation, you, you know, my parents weren't going to let me go, yeah. you know. So I grew up with just the the idea of it in my head. And what carried it, I realized much later, wasn't the image, it was the music because the music been shit. Yeah. We wouldn't have cared. That's my point with it. Those were, their first 6 Kiss records are hard to beat, man. They're great fucking records. Yeah.
0: For, you know so besides Kissing Time yeah they're, they're
2: well yeah I mean they, they they got some duds on there but I mean every band has their duds well
0: you know um, oh, I like Kissing
3: Time I do too that don't
0: surprise <laughs> me one <laughs> <laughs> bit okay that don't surprise me one bit it, keeping it keeping it keeping it to this <laughs> list and I think love theme from Kiss you, you consider yourself a big Cheap Trick fan I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm a favorite okay, favorite so big all, cheap fan. Okay, so all of y'all are cheap like trick fans. Sure. Would y'all say that cheap trick deserves to be in there? No, really? really?
2: Yeah. Me personally, no. I, I don't see it,
0: and I love them. I do. Uh, that. that But I, but see, I pulled it right out from my point. Well, see, my thing is,
2: is it goes back to the if it came just down to what I thought was correct or whatever, we again short list. Yeah, And and people would be like, and no one would want to go see the museum, no one would want to go participate. Why? Because it's obscure, you know, and you can't beat that obscurity into people. You you know, you kind of got to educate them rather than bludgeon them with it. And that's the trick, is that's how you slip in this stuff like the MC5, because hopefully somebody's going to go. You know, i never really listen to them and maybe go look them up and be turned on to something and learn something new about about music.
4: Well, uh, I got a question. Do new kids get turned on to any of these old groups via this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame business? I, I wouldn't know. I have no idea. I'm not asking that snarky. I'm just am, I'm asking a because point. I really I think, don't know.
0: I think it's a, a contributing factor maybe. I think it's a slice of that. Like the reason why kids will get into the MC5 or the Zombies now, I think the the Hall of Fame recognition is a is a piece of it. But it's also um, when uh, hip new groups cover these songs, when the, the the Jack Whites and the the Black Keys cover their, these songs, that's part of it. Uh, commercials, you know, when they get used in commercials or movies, it's 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 a, a cumulative uh, effect, and I think the the Hall of Fame. Not is probably uh can be factored in there to some degree. How much? I don't know. I mean it's I mean, a good question. If, I never thought if, about that.
4: If, you know, some kids coming up through middle school now find out about uh actually go and listen to and become fans of the bad brains or uh I'm trying to think of groups that aren't playing on like, you know, a kid can turn on classic rock radio and hear ELO or Jay Giles. Or journey, or Steppenwolf, yeah, or, 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 or has been in there already too. But you know, I'm not so much Bad Brains or the MC5. You know, if if a kid coming up in middle school hears their names or sees a little clip on something that they're discussing this, and then wants to investigate, then you know. More power to everybody
3: then. I think there'll be a certain majority of kids to do that, or a minority of kids to do that. But raising a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old, I mean, we all had the cellophane. We had the CD, trying to find something to crack the CD open. We had the tape, you know, hoping you had some nail to get it open with. But, man, raising a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old, it's you too. It's... What that song is that day, yeah, because you know, and, they, and they'll learn every lyric. It's and, so but I'm saying is that's I'm not even sure that's their fault. That's just the world they came up in. Because I love buying records, not knowing what I was going to hear, and, you, and you're and not, that's gone.
0: You're not invested in it.
3: But you know what? Though I'm not saying they won't be fans of music, but man, I lived and breathed this stuff, and it's going to be used by them as just more of
0: side noise. But I have, I have, I have, I'm guilty myself of wanting to hear something for the first time. Give it a shot because I've heard about it or whatever, and within five seconds, if it did not grab me in five seconds, I'm just like, I don't like it. It sucks. But you did. You might not used. To be, did you used to be like that, though, or did you
3: listen to the whole record? Because I well, did. Well, no. See, here's that's, that, 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 that's
0: what I'm saying. When you, when you, when you laid the money down, especially when you're poor, you didn't have any uh, extra income. You you go spend, um, you know, you will spend 12 dollars on on an Iron Maiden CD because it had a great cover. Then you hear it and it's like okay yeah but then then you you know then you hear it more and you but you listen to it over and over again because you laid down 15 dollars for it <laughs> you know you're going to hear it over and over again I, I the slider by t-rex was one of those records i bought it and it just didn't grab me like i it really i, I tried i was like eh, it's just it's not doing it but because i paid the money for it you listen to it all i listened i gave it a good hard shot now you know it's to me it's 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 I'm glad I did. I love that record.
3: But back back to the question of with well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't see that having an impact on many kids, but you know, I don't know, man. I'm so out of the loop with well, that. You I, know, I just don't know. I
0: mean, yeah, okay, the Hall of Fame is uh is a cool kids club. It, it's basically it's <clears throat> back padding.
2: No, oh, it's just another industry self-congratulation kind of thing. But we but we get, so but
1: no we get, for we get slap sucked into it. On the back. We get sucked into it. But bands will quit being famous, have not they?
3: To us. No that's more, my point, though. To yeah. us. <laughs> I mean, I, but, To us. But, I
1: mean, to the kids now, man, if it's got 20 man, million views,
3: it's whoo. who's you know? the
1: famous band now? A new band that's famous. Everything. They're famous for like three months, and then they're gone. Yeah. But, man, everything we
4: can bring up, like your question, my statement, anything Russ has said, you know, anything. You have to go to the end of the statement and go, you know, or is it? Was it just that way for us? Because kids today, kids today, take in stuff, uh, reprocess stuff, become fans of stuff of, of, in ways that I, I just don't understand.
3: Me either, man. at all.
4: I, I don't, you know. And, I, and uh,
1: <clears throat> there world peace if everybody said that at the end of the sentence. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I don't understand. It's just that way for us. <laughs>
4: And, you know, uh, I guess in conversation or, you know, when you have a kid at work or something, you know, that you do like to, to rib or something, you know, it's like, oh, you know, kid, blah, 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 or whatever. But, you know, it all comes down to it. It, it, it was probably just that <laughs> way for us, man. I don't you know, know, man.
3: I, I had this talk with Sheila last night. I'm sitting there watching Jeffersons, right, and I'm like, I'm all in. I'm like, this is freaking great. There's no T. There's no TV even nowhere close to that. And it was probably a it was a, a later episode of the Jeffersons. You know, it wasn't even like the classic one. You know what? They're I just think, not the same. So part I mean, of that
2: is all the distractions we now got, though. You know, I mean now. Hold on, say second. Okay, what? go ahead. We we come up to the what? <laughs> distracted. I was distracted. I'm oh, okay. Well, there you go. So anyway, you think about that when we were kids. Yeah. Totally sure. We had yeah. We had three TV networks. You turn on your television at night, you had three choices. And I think that We were
4: rich. We had four. We had a UHF station.
2: Well, UHF, PBS. <laughs> you might have... I, well, I can remember, where I grew up, I could only pick up one of those three t- TV stations.
1: <laughs> I grew
2: up until I was 12 years old with one channel. Okay? What channel was it? ABC. The ABC affiliate out of Lynchburg. Ooh, wow, Virginia. That's, that's tough. That was bad. So, so <laughs> about it. Money. So when I moved, when we moved out out of Roanoke, outside of Roanoke, where I grew up, Virginia, and down outside of Norfolk, all of a sudden I had five channels, and I was just like overwhelmed. I was just like, I can't believe I got five TV channels. You know, what am I <laughs> going to watch? So, um, but think about it. You had you had your basically three options, and I think that as cable came in and And you begin to have cable networks and then cable networks initially were doing like movies or reruns of old network shows but eventually they started developing budgets and developing shows of their own. Now you've got an array of networks with an array of programs you know, the quality is going to get lessened. Does that make sense? I Mm -hmm. think the quality had to be a higher standard in the days of when you had three options because that was your, you know you were competing against a more
3: three or four people. Yeah, you you you
2: you the competition was a lot stiffer. You're never going to have another all in the family. I can't think of any any television show that would rival that even today.
0: Well, I think a lot of it is it's And I think the long. music's the
2: same way. The music's become fragmented over the last especially the last 25 years. You know, it's become sub sub genres, you know, when you got kids talking about post post-hardcore. You know, what what are you talking about? You know, I don't get, that's where you go, I don't get it. That's something that, you know, because when I was a kid, you had thrash, metal, You didn't pop. even have that. I'm talking before that. <laughs> you know, heavy metal was heavy metal. That yeah. was it, you know. And the punk new wave thing was kind of lumped in as one thing, you know. I, you didn't have a lot of different kind of descriptions of genres. Yeah. Now you've got, and, and all this goes again and again. Why is these some of these groups get listed into it when you're, clearly they're not...
0: What we call rock and roll, yeah. Well, but you know, a lot of it is just being is, is things are retreaded. For for instance, uh, let's use your uh, the 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 TV show. Uh, that aspect of you know in the seventies when uh, whoever was a normal ear, he did I mean, he was he, to, the, the the effects of what he created and the templates that he he set. For sitcoms, I mean, sitcoms were around before then, right? But it was it was not hard charging stuff. But whenever you had, episodes, you know, when you had shows like Mash, Good Times, The Jeffersons, All in the Family, that really like they didn't just they didn't just entertain you, they they punched you, you know. I mean, there was there was social and political uh, message there. So he was a groundbreaking thing who did his thing really first. And then, what happened is over the uh, subsequent years, other people came along using that template but mm-hmm. well, the further you get away from it, the further you get away from whenever that was happening. It's just so much other stuff has came in to to uh to make it either more commercially viable or um Just you just get uh, influenced by
2: other things. I'm saying you get the lessening of quality. So, and you talk about the social impact. You talk, you know, something that had a, you know, quote unquote, biting social commentary, and something like All in the Family back in 1971. By the time you fast forward to today, that same subject would be approached, and it's just it's it's one of the tropes you use. It's there now. You just do it. Oh, Mm -hmm. let's you know, it's it's the obligatory episode on, rape, you know. And it's and it's just another episode. It doesn't have the impact of like the, the deal with uh, Edith, you know, the famous, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Nowadays, it's just it's just another episode. It's just another subject, and it's like, well, let, that'll get us to next week, you know. You've also got to go into
4: you've you had to have a going to
2: Hawaii episode too. Going to Hawaii, yeah.
4: <laughs> at least at least like the, the Bradys, <laughs> yeah, the Bradys, the <laughs> Partridges, uh, happy days. <laughs>
2: But the, the same. But the, the, I was getting, the point I was making is that, that so you get a lessening quality there. You also had the lessening quality of music. I don't think that. Yeah. You know. I think bands are are derivative of bands that are derivative now. You know, and and it's gotten to the point now where it's like the the it's been it's gotten so watered down and it's so much it's so much you know it's so much more derivative of something else. The kids don't even know what the source in the in the beginning. I'm I made a, a this week I made or last weekend and I gave it to the kid this week. There's a kid that I work with, and I made him a six disc compilation of just the history of rock and roll. Right, just stuff that I thought was cool. You know, I'm like you're not going to hear a lot of this on the radio. You know, and I started with stuff from the '50s. I six made 50s. disc
4: of Kiss and Barefoot Jerry. Yeah, pretty pretty much. much. Did he like
2: Plaster caster? There's no kiss on it, <laughs> believe it or not. God, come on, man. And I realized after I was done, though, I realized after I was done, I was like, except for the 50s disc, there's somebody that was on every single disc that I did. Or of every decade, I should Elvis. say. You the was no
3: on? It? If it's from the 50s, it can't be too many people.
2: No, it was Lou Reed. Did Reed want in the 50s? No, I said he didn't go in the 50s, though. Oh, did you say that? I was distracted. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I realized there's some people that were able to sustain and maintain a certain level of whatever, and others kind of fall off or whatever else. But I, so you you know, I'm just saying, you know, you can see, and I, and I realized by the time I got to the thing where I was doing the 90s, burning the songs from the 90s, I could start. I did that so you could start seeing those influences seep through and come up, you know, years later. So, you you know, you got stuff from the fifties and sixties, and all of a sudden you got flat duo jets from the nineties. But you can definitely clearly hear the influence there. And uh, I'm trying to remember who else I put on that nineties thing. But I was doing it to see if he would catch the the you know the pattern the patterns. And 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 hopefully recognize that. And
0: I've lost my train of thought. So. Well, it, yes. it, <laughs> is is it is I got distracted. Is what he's what Jeff said about um, it's it's. Is it the same thing now that we're saying that because we are we are who we are now as far as age and we've been you know in our minds we've we've seen it all heard it all, and then like some new some new group of kids starts up in uh, you know 500 miles from here and they start a band up and we listen to it and we think well that's just that's just crap I'm, I've, I've heard it it's it's, it's crap when Anna formed in 1983 there was probably a guy who heard that and been like dude I grew up you know I grew up with the who right. That, right. that's crap that's not been done I've never seen somebody blow up a guitar I, yeah he was wrong right and I we might be wrong about some
2: of it but I don't think so as much. I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be more and more rare that you see groups that'll have any kind of sustaining, lasting. It's like you said. You got these bands that come up. They're popular for an album. They're gone. and that's almost by design. And you really see that starting around the mid nineties, where you got these groups that got signed, sold a million copies of a record, had a hit single, and then they were gone. You know.
1: It takes them five years to put out another record.
2: Well, and that's part of the problem, yeah. prob- probably yeah. too, because you also think about the bands that we grew up listening to, and really not even the stuff that you know. A, a lot of the stuff that we like isn't stuff that we grew up as our our music at our, our time. We're talking like MC5, were our broke up b- before I was born. They were yeah. gone before you I know? ever first heard. Kid so Guy I had Band, that's man. an influence on me, but mm-hmm. it, I went back and discovered it because again, that talks about the durability and the sustaining quality of what they did. But looking back at also the stuff that we did grow up with, especially in the early 70s, which really isn't us, but which is maybe him. But think about Elton John even, I'll, I'll put in this. They were putting out two albums a year.
3: Yeah, a lot of guys were doing Every year.
2: And most of their best stuff was done in that time. You think
3: about that. That's insane. Well, you said that every band is I a mean, five-year window.
2: Yeah. You gotta, I, that, my thing is most bands get about a five-year run where they're going to do their best, most potent stuff. Doesn't mean their stuff before or after or you know outside of that five year window is not good but their most vital stuff is usually done in a five year run but you look at and i go back to Elton John from this just because i mean he put out double albums in that five year stretch you know between 72 and 76 i mean he you got you got think about it, almost everything you know about Elton John comes from that little that well, little yeah. thing and kiss the same way they're you know first seven years or whatever there's two albums a year everybody was doing that back I yeah. think you know Alice Cooper did two albums a year for the for their run of the Alice Cooper group.
0: Well, on that Ramones, uh, I just saw the, it was yesterday. Rocket to Russia, 39th anniversary of Rocket to Russia was yesterday, and I'm like, I just bought the forty year anniversary of the first record. Right, Rocket Russia was the third record. It's like <laughs> Very, so, you're you're only later so, so <laughs> yeah. a year, a year and a half later, was they, their third record. Was their third record? If they, if they were
3: all alive, you think they'd still be just. Just trucking like they were. I mean, you, no. you, know, you, no. you, you think they'd be capitalizing on this internet era? I can repress something and make a million dollars. Well, you know that, that I can go to a mad, mad monster party and that, sign something, that, and make ten thousand dollars a week. That week.
0: is a is a is a is a what if question, which is a fair question, but because bands that have said they hated each other even more than the Ramones hated each other, are now out making shitty shitty tours. Yeah.
3: But can you see Johnny Johnny Ramone at you know a hotel in Charlotte on a Sunday signing autographs for twenty
0: bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably would be oh yeah, that. damn, yeah. I wish he was alive. But Johnny Johnny was also a capitalist. Yeah, I mean, it he, he was about the book. And uh, I'm not want to get too much into the Ramones, but I think I, I read in one of the many books that came out after uh, they broke up that there was offers for them to get back together for tours. Because their name started getting big again, and Joey wouldn't do it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, Joey's also dying of cancer, and Johnny was pissed that they, you know, that, hey, yeah. we, we we have a chance to make some more money here. They
2: had. A, so yeah, Johnny an offer would to go South America for like a million bucks. Hmm. It would have been like six shows or something stupid. And he was then, he too sick to do it, or he just did yeah? He was one. just too well. Probably both, but he was, you know. <clears throat> Anyways, that, yeah, that was it. You know, so that just that just created a greater wedge between whatever they already
0: had and, anyway. And, and as far as the Hall of Fame goes, um I, I, there's a part of it that also kind of irks me a little bit that when you see bands like I'm trying to think of somebody good here, um, you know, we talked about bad brains. You got a band like Pearl Jam. Well, Pearl Jam's getting in. I yeah. mean, we, that's yeah, happening. It's, that's that, that's guaranteed. in there. So we're going to start seeing 90s bands. Nirvana has already been inducted, and we saw that happen. And I don't even have a problem with Nirvana being getting inducted. I mean, I acknowledge their right. impact. Pearl Jam, just, they were a big band. To me, I don't even put them in that same group with, with Nirvana because they were way too musical. Those guys are like good session guys. What about the things that, like, for that... For that That era of nineties music, which most of those guys are going to get in. Your your Allison Chains and your Sound Gardens are gonna get in in, inducted at some point too. I kinda get annoyed when the people before them that kind of came along and influenced those guys. Anti scene was one of them. Mud Honey, it was another. And the Dead Moon was another. Mm. I mean, Pearl Jam covers Dead Moon songs. Right. Right. You know, in concert. Probably the biggest checks Dead Moon's ever, ever, ever gotten from those, from that, and kind of irks me that Pearl Jam w- come way down the way down the pipe, and now they're
2: they're getting. No, that it. goes back. Like I said, that goes back to the commercial conciliation to, as opposed to the cultural. And then you you start the having, stuff that has the influence,
0: you know, doesn't necessarily have the impact. I mean, th- with the first year Radioheads. Uh, Able to get in. They're going to get in. Weezer, they're going to get in. Right. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah. Do they pick five? Yeah, I think it's five. Yeah. It's five, and then there, isn't there like a sideman category? There's, yeah, they there's do like the,
2: They do the other thing. I don't think that's part of the main ceremony. Is it though. not? Who do you think the five are going to be this year? Like, they like get in
0: for sure. <clears throat> Tupac? hmm Pearl Jam? Mm-hmm. Jane's addiction. I'm going on a stretch here and say Electrolyte Orchestra. Chaka Khan.
4: You got I, I agree with your whole list except for Chaka Khan. Really? Mm-hmm. I think Journey's going to yeah, get
2: Journey. I'm Journey, Journey too. Journey's going to win just because they're going to get that fan vote and get them. In.
0: But the fan vote only counts for one vote of the many. Like uh, the fan vote is not real strong. I don't know if y'all know I that. Don't, I don't know how it works. The fan vote means very little. I really, it, it, from what I hear, I I don't see it now. This is going to be recorded, and you know, if I'm wrong, then you all have that. Uh, <laughs> we'll play it back. <laughs> but um, I think I think that, and I think Chaka Khan out there is kind of like this. That was my, but I I know that Tupac Shakur is going to get it. I know that Pearl Jam is going to get it. And the funny thing about about Tupac, you know, uh, aside from uh, reservations about hip hop being like. My wife is a huge fan of that kind of, of, that 90s hip-hop. And even she's like, why him? You know, why Why they? You know, there's all kinds of stuff that she acknowledges even more so than him. I mean, I think because he took a bullet in the head, he's, you know.
2: Well, I don't know. I, I mean,
4: mean I, I, I can even see your point with Run DNC I can even see. I, I probably wouldn't be as offended if they had Tone low because that stuff was pretty much rock and roll with the hip hop samples and stuff with the hip hop way of delivery but uh, I mean I guess I could see that as being a crossover but, but, but that that to me I, it just didn't seem like to
0: me to, 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 to me to, to me Tupac Shakur was the, was the hip hop equivalent to, uh, of Poison <clears throat> or Motley Crue yeah. I don't know
2: anything about it so I can't make a comment on that but I think between Jane's Addiction and, and uh, Pearl Jam, one's going to cancel the other out. I don't They're see, see Jane's Addiction
0: getting in. Oh, I see both of them.
2: I, don't, I think, I think yes will get in before Jane's Addiction. Yeah, I, don't I think, think it's going to be yes. It's going to be Pearl Jam. It's going to be – let's see. I'm looking at the list here. Yes, Pearl Jam –
0: Man, I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong Journey, be wrong journey about this. yeah,
2: definitely will be in. Uh, I guess it's a possibility, but I, I just think, like you said, I think there's, there's uh, some sort of consideration towards being uh, politically correct or whatever. Yeah, Tupac will be in. So what did I say? Yes, Tupac, Journey. Pearl Jam, and I guess the fifth one. The fifth one's going to be the Dark Horse on this, so who knows? The Dark Lord. Yeah, the Dark Lord. I'll tell you, (laughs) you, you,
0: you, they usually have a lesser known, and I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Tex squeezes in on that list. I don't know. I would say the Zombies before Joe Tex. Yeah. Now, if if
4: I was the one that had to pick five out of here that would go, it'd definitely be Steppenwolf, five that you want. Yeah, that I would pick. Oh, like, yeah. like uh, let's like say, Jeff, okay, pick the five that okay. are going <laughs> to go Jeff in. Jeff Clayton, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, Jeff Clayton, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, definitely Steppenwolf, the MC5, the Jay Giles Band, ELO, and I guess just to be contrary, I'd go ahead and put in the bad brains. But that's not to say – I don't like the cars I love the cars I love the zombies I love those bands I respect the hell out of Kraftwerk I don't think I can sit around and listen to it too much love Joe Tex love Joe Jackson oh wait a minute that's Janet Jackson
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well um, I don't get Janet Jackson falls in with the Michael Jackson and the, and the Madonna yeah, what,
1: what, what, I don't have what, any what the hell is that
2: that has nothing to do with rock and roll why at don't, all
1: why don't
4: they have that's all, just
2: disposable commercial pap it is what it is
4: why don't they have David Gib like Debbie Gibson well, yeah. or Tiffany? Well, they might. I mean, you never that, that, know. that's the same route you are going. They're, they're going. If you they're ask me, the, well, you get ready for it. And, and, and as far as Shaka Khan, how come it wasn't Rufus?
3: Yeah, that's, you make a good point. Yeah, every time I see her name on there, I think of Rufus. I think of Rufus. But, so, Rufus I'm, and Shaka Khan. I am pulling for her only, really, because of that connection.
0: Well, mm-hmm. um, I think the difference between Janet Jackson and Tiffany and and mm-hmm. Debbie Gibson is that the Jackson family is. To a degree, they're, they're like they're industry royalty. Yeah. T- Tiffany's not. Tiffany is. But you know,
2: and my thing is uh, Michael Jackson, biggest selling record of all time. Who's the band on it? Toto. Toto. Why ain't Toto in? You know, he's got a major heart on about that. And the it's not, singer, the singer from Toto? No, the guitar player, Steve Lukather. He is yeah. not shy about talking about it either. That guy has played on more. He, on he, He's probably the most. If he were able to claim sales for everything he's played on, probably has sold more records than anybody. Yeah, Steve not in there. because he's on you know just for that Michael Jackson record alone. But then you factor in how many millions of records Toto sold. So then the you Toto factor in thriller? thriller. Yeah, they're the studio
0: band. Yeah, they're the back they the, the whole band. Uh, if, it's the whole band. Yeah. Uh, if it's not the whole band, it's like it's, it's, the it, majority. Well, of them. that's what Toto was. They were a session band. Yeah, they was yeah. a session yeah. um, like that shitty Band autograph. They were a, they were just a session band. And um, but the yeah they were Toto was on that, and and do they get and do by rights do you acknowledge that
2: even as for what it is they were because they played on all these records and yada 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 should they not get some sort of acknowledgement and recognition as well is that valid
0: I don't know I say no but I could I I could I could accept the argument that would be a good documentary on Netflix like the wrecking crew thing was I would I would like.
2: I don't have a, this because none of the guys from the the uh the Funk Brothers from are, are they in, recognized in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's Motown.
0: The the um That is Motown. Well, like, with, like with Michael Jackson, um he's in as a solo artist.
1: Yeah. But Janet Jackson has
2: sold hundred million records. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That goes into the concili- the I mean, commercial. Con- she was yeah. on Good
3: Times, man. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a bone now. <laughs> yeah. I say, are, uh, yeah. she, I, I say, she gets in there.
0: Steve's needs are simple. Yeah, I say she gets in there. But she <laughs> wasn't. But she was, a, was a kid,
2: and she wasn't hot when she was on Good Times. The, the, she, she was on. Good I, I gotta steal the Gene Simmons quote. He was talking about Journey, Journey Mitchell, but I'll, I'll apply it to. Janet Jackson's like I wouldn't buy her records, but I would fuck her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was Russ Ward who said that. By the way, <laughs> it was not Clayton, me, or Steve. By the way, uh, okay. Well, here, um, since we're kind of going through this list a little bit, I am sure. What about Barry? Barry acknowledges it. Barry's like I went to it. <laughs> What about Depeche Mode? No, I don't know. I don't
3: know enough about them. But they there's
2: don't one or two songs. There's a I like, but I I wouldn't even I, I don't I, you know no, the whole alternative thing I, I I guess is where it comes in at. I, you talk about Dark Horse,
3: yeah they they vary. Well, mo I doubt it. Who, vote, who who's voting for this thing, man? I know you said the it's like six hundred people. It's a bunch so of people. So it's, so it's actual an actual yeah, journalist. Yeah, yeah. There's there's industry. Right. Select, they selected
0: okay. six hundred people. And and the people vote accounts for one of those. Like whenever we, six hundred, yes. Oh, I feel like an idiot. No, I didn't too. know that. Yeah, it's 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 it means nothing. No, I didn't realize that. It's more of a pub promotional <laughs> yeah. tool.
2: Well, it makes people feel like they're involved. Um, so you probably could vote five hundred. I could in. pick on yeah. here.
0: <laughs> well, to me, Steppenwolf not being on there, even though they only had like three big songs, they had they had a lot of good songs. But I mean, they, they coined the term heavy metal just just for that. I mean, just just for born to be wild, you don't ever want to hear it again. You're never going to choose to listen to it. No, way. but it should be it should be on. You know, that, that Steppenwolf should, should definitely be in there. MC5. Hey man, I'll tell you something about the MC5. The 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 clips of them on
4: uh, "Give Me Danger." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna tell you. There's a lot about the MC5 I don't like. I don't like that White Panther Party shit. I don't like John Sinclair. I stood. 15 feet away from John Sinclair one time, thought maybe I should go up and say hey. Or not, and I just said, yeah, fuck it, call me. You know? And I didn't. And I don't like that whole commune crap they did, but man, there is no... Uh, those, those clips of them when they were at their uh, at their peak on 10, oh, man, yeah.
0: nothing could touch that, that shit, man. They, they, them at the DNC in 68.
2: Well, that's, that's what I
0: think. Ultimately, hurt
2: them in the long run was I think they just got blacklisted, and no one wanted to touch that. It was just too hot. You know, nowadays, that would be the gimmick, first gimmick they give you, you know. But back then, you know. Well, you mean the whole the whole political, whole political thing. thing. Yeah. Back
0: then, that hurt them. I mean, that stymied the bad. Okay, let, let, let's talk about uh, the political end of this, as far as like the the political cultural aspect. Uh, you know, Ted Nugent's never going to get in. Right, he'll never no. get in. No. Um, but I don't know that he's. I can see him being nominated, man. Uh, no, no, Ted Nugent. He, he, I don't think he's On that level, anyway. Ted Nugent is basically a Klansman in the eyes of the people. who <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're not going to be on there. And, and I don't have an opinion about that either. Your mouth, Pleasant. I have no opinion on that either way. But I will say, I was I was completely shocked, probably more than anybody else, when when Leonard Skinner got inducted. Like when that band got inducted, I was I was surprised. Really, really I expensive. don't know. I don't know if I was surprised about oh, that. I that was happens, just Leonard I mean,
4: Skinner used to have a rebel flag the size of a football field just, hanging beside him. Did you ever hear people say Leonard Skinner mm-hmm.
0: a racist? I never just, did. But just because they but you know, that controversy has been big has been huge for the past but I think people at twelve I, but, but I think years. people
3: that live here where all that stuff goes on, I, I don't look at that as being racist. I don't, and I mean,
0: I, well, so that's a
3: whole nother discussion. But you're but talk, when I see a rebel flag behind Leonard Skinner, I don't even, I'm like, cool background. I'm not
0: talking It about, has nothing to do with race. They don't do it anymore. I'm right. not talking about the way I okay. feel about it. I'm talking Placed about. Last
4: time I saw them, a, on, but did. But a, committee,
0: was, a committee led by a guy. Right. Somebody in New York would think somewhere. that. A guy yeah. from New York or a guy from San Francisco. What they have at the um, thing they
3: played a few months ago, or whatever that was called, they played?
1: Like the
3: uh, rebel thing or whatever. What was it called? Yeah. Uh, so okay. They oh, have, uh, Carolina Rebellion. Yeah. yeah, they played there, didn't they? What they yeah. have behind them? I don't know. I didn't even see them. There
2: wasn't a rebellion. You know, listen lyrically, though Leonard Skinners were very much a leftist band. Understand? And <laughs> and, and I agree. At the end of the day, I, so I, that's I know, agree.
0: I'm not talking about what what the reality. is The
2: dichotomy there is easily forgiven because ultimately, at the end of the day, what stands is the is what the music they left behind, and lyrically that fell in line with what's okay and acceptable.
4: But man, honestly though, you got to you got to admit that. When these, you know, a P, overly PC committees start picking on stuff like that, they don't listen to what
0: they say, you know? I mean, I mean I, I, I'm i surprised they got in, too. Because the, the, average, the average person hears the word Leonard Skinner, I'm not talking about music nerds, I'm talking about the average person on the street hears Leonard Skinner, it's some, it's some sister fucking <laughs> rednecks <laughs> from Georgia. Or, or or Florida. That's is exactly the way Oh, they're from Alabama. That is that is the that it's is the the that is the image that it conjures up when when the words Leonard Skinner are put out there by the majority of people. Leonard Skinner is actually used as an insult mm-hmm. when talking about a bunch of rednecks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. And the fact that they were picked just shocked me. It it really it, did shock it, me. It did me too. And um Kind of um uh, I want to turn this in a different direction. And then they came in and wiped the floor with everybody when I played. was gonna tell you yeah, i was gonna I was down. gonna say i want to turn this um to maybe a little bit more positive spin, which you know I like the controversy but let's let's talk about you know the the when these guys get together, first off, what is like some what is something that like sticks out to you is like just like like, they go and mop the floor with everybody. You're talking about the end of the show, right? Well, the just, the just Just the performance
4: of whenever they you know, get on um, I'm going to go ahead and admit it right here. I've never, ever watched uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony uh, when it was first broadcast. Never have. Never had MTV. So, is that who plays it. it's,
0: no, it's it's bounced bit, around it's, yeah, it's <laughs> bounced around but i've seen them
4: i've seen them afterwards and of all the live performance i ever seen that leonard skinner performance was one of the best and, and jeff i thank you for showing me all that. you you're the one that pretty much gives me my damn highlights <laughs> of all the like you told me about the blondie induction and how embarrassing that was man i that was a asshole clinching embarrassing I mean, he's sitting there watching that going like,
0: God damn, why don't these <laughs> sons of bitches just shut up? For, for better or for worse, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is is, is <clears throat> rock and roll history as it's happening. Mm-hmm. So i watch them, whether I, want, whether I like it or not. And when I watch that live, I'm sitting there, and, and you know they're going to play the two songs they play. They played they played um, uh, Sweet Home Alabama, which I'll never want to hear that again. And then they played Freebird, and I'm thinking – you know, it's Freebird. They're gonna do it, who cares? Nah, and, it was a different and, it was taking Freebird to a different level. And for the for the for the first part of it, it was just a standard radio version. But but when they hit that, that second half, I mean, to this day I love Freebird Freebird now when I never did before. Like I think about that song. So that was yeah, I'm like you, that was that was one of them. You gotta Did the Clanch play? No. no, I don't think they I mean, did. Joe uh, Strummer had died by yeah, that point. Yeah, I figured they would have still played. I think he, he died like the very next, the year before. It was it was pretty it close. Was soon. Yeah,
4: you have one run. I saw the Stooges performance. I thought the Stooges performance was pretty good. Yeah, he didn't like it. I
0: was I was fine with it. And I
4: liked um, I like Dallas Cooper's.
3: I thought Alice looked like his action figure That's what turned me off It's like <laughs> let, let, let me get everything I've ever done That's, <laughs> that's kind of how he looks now But I'm going to say that, that, that turned me off to that To that particular But I like the performance But the way he looked with the With the white blouse almost much thing With the blood and the snake I was like Man that's like I would draw that But as, as far as my favorite man And you brought this up one night I don't know if we were watching it At the same time or whatever But watch Prince Watch Prince
0: Mm. Oh, when he
3: throws the guitar up in the air, the, where the, does it go?
0: Yeah, it just, he throws yeah.
3: his guitar up in there when he gets done, and it doesn't come down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he does. so, as a you know performer, I'm like, who thought, who's who caught that? You know, watch it, man, it, it trip you out because he's not like near the stage or anything. He just throws it up in there and it doesn't come back down. Is Somebody's that, like right, the right the there grabbing do, it. the Beatles what, cover.
2: Yeah, the Why My Guitar? Man, yeah, that. That kick's ass <laughs> And that's coming from it a guy who so goes fucking
0: that's, good. And and, and and I was watching that didn't care. It was just like okay, it's it's these guys. Uh Jeff Lynn, well, I was I, I like Jeff Lynn on it, so I was thinking it you know, it was good. And you didn't even see Prince. Prince is way off to the side in the corner. Yeah. Like you don't even see him while they're playing. You know, he got what's that guy from traffic? Steve Winwood, he was up mm-hmm. there, I think. And um it was it was all right, Tom Petty. I'm not a huge Tom Petty fan, but whatever. He he, he was he was nailing it all right. But when the Shadows comes yeah. Prince
2: and just lays it down, and, and I'm like, I didn't know this guy could do that.
0: <laughs> it was good. It was good as hell.
2: Yeah, that might be the that might be the best one. That might be the best one.
0: Yeah. I, well, uh, that's, I that's a, that was a good one. That's a good one. The Leonard Skinner was one. I think the, the thing about the Leonard Skinner, and I, I meant to bring this up a while ago. Is that not only was it the was I glad that they did it so great? If you know the 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 dynamic of the band and the people who are still alive, they all hate each other. Yeah. You basically have four factions of people on that stage who fucking hate each other, who have made documentaries about each other, <laughs> and, was, have, and, great, and have accused each other of pedophilia and 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 uh, just being the worst human beings. They get on stage together as a class act, a bunch of rednecks from the South, and Black Sabbath got inducted the same night. Who remembers that? Didn't
3: didn't play. He didn't
0: play. Metallica got up here and shit out four or five songs that were terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. They was terrible. Shit out four or five (laughs) And and the bad thing is, the the bad thing that pissed me off (laughs) about it was, is they were all four members of Sabbath, the ones that matter, were there. Yeah. The four members of Sabbath oh, were there. Still alive? What a deal was there? <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> four four members. The four members of that band were not only there; they were on good terms and doing things like they were a functioning unit at that time. They didn't play. Blondie gets up there, and same night, yeah, same night. Mm-hmm. And like, I have just, to watch it. I haven't seen that. Oh man, no, it's man, embarrassing. It's, it's fucking terrible. Do they play? Yeah, they well, play. i watch it. i watch it. The playing's all right. It's not. It's not terrible. But the...
4: Um, well, I couldn't believe Elvis Costello got up there with that bass player that he hates so bad. Now, he didn't let him play.
0: Well, that, that's, that's another thing I want to get to in a minute. But the... Uh, and, and the Sex Pistols, which the, <coughs> the other class acting like, they were just like, fuck you, we're not showing up. And um, I have a lot of respect for that. But the fact that they outshine basically, you know, they outshine Metallica and, and, and uh, Black Sabbath and Blondie. I was I was, that that added extra. If I had to pick one that blew me away, and I'm not even a Patty Smith fan, but Patty Smith, I thought she did a, she did rock and roll nigger, mm-hmm. and just knocked, I don't know if you ever saw it. That was good. I've seen it. it but, was, hey, you know what else? They and were, I don't even night, like Smith. That was Smith. the night
2: REM also got inducted. And, they did, and what did I, they play? I want to be your dog before the Stooges were even inducted. Yep. That, hey, there you go again. That's what I'm talking about—the impact of the influence of something. When you got something where they've gathered and they're, you know, slapping themselves on the back, and what are they going to do as a standard? They do. I want to be it on. They do. a Stooges song. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the thing about that whole thing though is that's not a great environment to do to to, to display rock and roll in, to play Talk about you that. Know? No, you know, like, sitting around It's dinner you. theater in there, yeah, you know. Right. And, and I'm like, that's what makes. I think that's what hurt that Stooges thing. It's funny when he was getting ready. You know, they were finishing up their induction. And Iggy's like, kind of rocking and you know, kind of. You can see him in the back. And he starts taking his shirt off. He's like getting ready. You know, and you're just like, yes, you know. And then they're playing, and the audience is just like, what? <laughs> he he made a blink, joke.
0: Blink, blink, you know, he made a joke about that. He said he goes, I know there's a couple of Stooges fans. Up in the top seats up here, because I doubt many of you could afford uh, yeah. f- for the expensive ones down uh, down front. It would have been funny if he came and got on somebody's table or something, you know. And I thought he did. I don't think he did. I thought he did for "I Want to Be Your Dog." I thought I he stepped on someone's table. He
2: should have. It, it was. I thought the performance they did when they did the Madonna stuff was better. But well, I, I yeah, I've like, never seen that. I'm gonna go look that up tonight. If my problem. My anymore. problem
0: with my problem with the Iggy that probably, was with that was with the
2: Ashton. He was still alive. They weren't alive when they got inducted, so they had James
0: Williamson playing. The problem with the Stooges, one that and it's just it's a it's a minor thing, but the fact that they had the guy from Green Day inducting them. Oh yeah, uh, I fucking hate that guy.
2: And that goes in again this whole commercial thing. To me, it's like I, I use the term a lot. I call it obviousness or bottom shelf obviousness. Bottom shelf is the easiest, most readily accessible. You do Black Sabbath. Oh, we'll just get Metallica. They're in the metal band. We'll just get Metallica. You know, well, there's no creativity or thought into something that is supposed to be creativity. They should you know? have paid
4: for a reunion
2: of Witchfinder General. Well, somebody. I'm just right. saying, Me and know, Steve
4: would have been the happiest guys
2: they, in the world. You know, they don't let the... They I love the Rocker and They don't band. let the inductees choose the
3: inductors. They don't? No. I thought they did. Mm. I, thought, I thought that was... Mm-mm. Are you sure about that? Yeah. That seems... Yeah, Odd. I've read that on
2: multiple places. What do you say? That's been a problem distracted. for some things. Yeah, they said that the inductees don't get to choose who's doing the inducting. So who would pick Tom Morello yeah. for Kiss? I don't know. That would be act,
3: but which, which actually was good. I, I, I,
2: I guess, but I'm just saying, you the know, that?
3: I don't uh, Rage Against the Machine.
2: You know, which makes me think of another thought: the Stooges movie. You know, we watched that yesterday. Uh, there's two. Uh, Two, two people you think you can't make a documentary without having them involved. They're not involved
0: in that. They're movie. not in it. Dave, Grohl's in it. Not in Dave it. Dave Grohl was not there. Henry in Rollins. There's no Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins is not in a documentary about the yeah. Stooges. I've seen uh, Henry there's Rollins. There's no outside voices I've seen, in that movie I've, except for Danny Fields. I have seen Henry Rollins on cooking shows. On Rachel Ray. Yeah, he's no just on like a cooking show, like on the Food Network. You make it oatmeal. Just some bullshit. I love. I love. I love. Now everybody's kind of turning on Henry Rollins. Now they're making fun of him. The hard times, like s- stabbing him every once in a while. I
4: love the yeah. hard times.
0: Have you seen that? The the hard times where that. Where what I mean,
4: they say about something
0: about uh you, a, a you, Henry app? Where you, it tells you, <laughs> well, he tell you how harder it
4: was to get to the place you're going <laughs> in the eighties. <80s.
0: laughs> the, the, the whole uh
4: yeah. but but you know what to his credit i i'm pretty sure he has a pretty good sense of humor about this oh thing. because, I, don't, I, don't because I, I have heard that people <laughs> bring him that glenn and henry comic book to autograph thinking that they're gonna get a rise out of him and he autographs it he's just like eh, whatever yeah, that's cool you know but but a uh, danzig not so much
0: i would imagine not yeah he <laughs> did get the poster though that was cool yeah i got the movie poster okay um i think we've we've beat that dead horse and I did not want to bring us up uh, what did you think of the documentary loved it really
4: I, I couldn't think of nothing that would make it better is it maybe maybe a little bit of the uh, performance stuff maybe go on a little longer but that's not what it's about at that point it's They're, a story yeah and
0: uh... do you think it's because the filmmaker Jarmusch is a, is a and he's just a big fan
4: oh you can tell it was done by a fan he didn't try to make them look silly. Well, which I guess I guess there were times in it where they kind of did that themselves, but uh
2: What's it, the word you use? Pedimentary? Yeah, it wasn't a pedimentary. It was not a pedimentary. Even though, even
4: though three no, even though four of the guys involved were dead, and you know, you're sitting there watching an interview with uh, three of the guys that were, you know alive, never 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 saw this thing come out. You know, it, it was pretty sad at the end when they show the rest in peace type thing mm-hmm. for all the guys. But you know, but nowhere in it was there a part with slow piano music. Yeah, that,
0: that part bothers me. Like not not from a like it gets me worked up, but like a, a cheap route. To me mm-hmm. the, to me the, the the last fifteen minutes piano part Mm-hmm. that makes you want to um, feel bad for it. Just, uh, just. It's a so formula. Dusty and I like will sit there and watch something and just be like, "How can they like make this sad? Like they would do it on anything. They did it for the Thor documentary. Mm-hmm. That, that was great. <laughs> yeah, well, and see,
4: to me, to me, I think that documentary was made by. I mean, they can say it was a fan. And I have friends who are in that documentary too, do. and you know, I, and and, friends, and, and I know that they are. Fans. You so like the Thor one? Yes, yeah. yes, the Thor documentary for clarity. Um But to me, man, it seemed like the guy, and I could be wrong about this, and you know, the guy may hear this and email me about it. But I to me, it seemed like he was kind of making fun of him. Oh yeah. And and I didn't think that was very complimentary, and I didn't think it was very fair, and I I didn't I didn't enjoy well, I, it. I, for I that thought reason. the man
3: was making fun, it was like. I mean, how, how do you not I guess my question would be how do you not make fun of I don't of that
4: think though? they were making fun of themselves I mean yeah what they do is a little silly but yeah. I think they understand that well I but, think the but, only one who yeah. don't
0: understand it is that guy like Which
4: that's is, what
0: makes it creepy though the, kinda... I think they, they definitely were making they saw this opportunity to like they they found some because that stuff was filmed over a 10 year period mm-hmm. um <clears> I think <throat> they come, they come across this footage and they were like wow we can we can really kind of stick it to this.
4: But but see man, it, it's kind of for the same reason I I get no enjoyment whatsoever out of that documentary The Wild and Wonderful Whites.
0: I I have no understanding.
4: I, I think that's a spit in the face of those people. It's not uh it's not showing them in any kind of positive light. It's it's for other people to look at, make fun of, and point at. Go. And
2: and it's voyeuristic.
4: And I don't like it. And, and I think on a much smaller uh, level of that, that's kind of what was going on with that Thor documentary. And for that reason, I, I really don't
0: like it. What about... Um, I, I, when I saw the Thor documentary, I kind of equated it a little bit to that Anvil documentary.
5: Mm-hmm. But
0: I think that the Anvil documentary wasn't so much making fun of as it was... I don't say... The guy took an opportunity... For a kind of a shit show, that was that he had privy to, so he made a documentary about it. I felt like the Thor documentary was a little more mean spirited. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's the way I felt about it. Man, and
4: that, that, that's just how it comes off to me. I mean, the guy could probably be sitting with here with us right now and plead his case that that wasn't the case at all. But that, that's just how it come off. But to
0: there's me. but there's also a certain. Um, there's a certain uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, you have to try to also get people interested mm-hmm. and if it was something that was a little less swarmy would there be as quite as much buzz about it you know because the guy who made who made the documentary he wants people to watch it he wants people there to be buzz about it he wants people to joke about it and laugh about it so more people watch it if it was a, a straight documentary maybe not my as many people would have watched it.
4: Speaking of documentaries, man, you know, if if I had a dime for every time someone said there should be a documentary on us, i had have me a lot of damn dimes. You know, there's never going to be one. Because even with having members die and all that, we don't have, we really don't have a slow piano part. And there's not... I've said that to
3: you. I still think it should happen. You, yeah, well, I'm not I want sure. my dime, well, too. Yeah, I'm not sure how that... <laughs> I'm not sure how that will happen. Maybe with technology now, it'd be easier. But if that ever does happen, and I have no dog in the fight, it should be like I was telling you. It should be a happy documentary.
2: That happymentry,
3: happy. Happy It it should be a a just. I don't know, man. I don't see any piano stuff in that either. Because,
4: man, when when we play, and I'm sorry if this is going off. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm just forming a thought. When we play. And we hit all cylinders and all that, and we get paid at the end of the trip. We're, we don't sit there, and drive home, and feel sorry for ourselves. Yeah. You well, know, the the, thing, the things that make us upset with ourselves is, is stuff that the outside fan probably never even considers or even thinks that we go through. And uh, I don't know. I, I I just think I I've had people tell me, Award-winning documentary makers tell me they don't know what angle to take on this story.
0: Now, as a fan, I would like to see it do, happening. Do, do, do you think that's their way of saying you got too many Confederate flags in your past? <laughs> it very well could be. I, I don't mean, know. I mean is, is, that, is, is that their way of saying that? Yeah, it, it could be. Or, I don't know. Or, is, or do they have a point? Um, when you say you don't have a slow, sad, sad piano part, I think you're wrong. I mean... You definitely got one now. Yeah. Um,
1: And anybody that's going to make a documentary
0: that wants people
1: to watch it, that's the formula now. and That's what they're going to want to...
0: But I think the
1: story,
4: I think the story, if you were going to document, make a documentary on our band, would be the fact that despite all the crappy things that have happened to us, I mean... you you could take all the instances from one tour, like that infamous tour we did all the way around the United States during the L.A. riots and all, There was something at every stop, something big, that most bands would have gotten their van and turned around and went to fuck home. You know? But we didn't. We still don't. We still go through stuff that if most bands had to do it today, they'd go, oh, this is too hard.
0: I'm not going to do this anymore. Well, you know, a lot of it also, I'm not saying you should be happy about this, but if the wrong person was to do that documentary, mm-hmm. you wouldn't get a fair, you wouldn't be accurately portrayed like the way you would want it to be. Like, for instance, oh, boy, the, Tad, the Tad documentary, I don't know if you ever saw that. I haven't, no. It's it's out there. It's. Mm-hmm. I like Tad. Yeah, I like Tad. I like Tad uh, a good bit. Uh, influential, he goes in that list of bands like you and and uh, Mud Honey that have been overlooked. But the documentary is shit. Mm-hmm.
3: You
0: know, uh, at this
3: point, would you? I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Would you even want one made, or is that is too it, much to think about?
4: You know what? That's a that's a weird question because I wouldn't want to make a documentary if I got to be the one making it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I wouldn't want someone who had an agenda. To kind of sideswipe us,
3: yeah. You know what I mean. Yes,
4: it would have to be someone who, uh, yeah. who under who understands us. Because a lot of people that hate us, I mean, don't necessarily think. Oh, they hate us because they don't understand us. But a lot of the negative shit that we get sometimes is because people don't understand us. And maybe we're maybe I'll go ahead and put myself in front for this one. Maybe I don't. Explain or express ourselves in a way that is easy to
0: understand. You know. Well, you've you, you guys made a, a choice twenty twenty five years ago to not care about that, or to not make it a priority to explain yourself. That choice
4: made thirty three years ago.
0: But I mean, with when you uh, when you really got into the you know when you guys I don't say adopted when you implemented. Mm-hmm your Southern culture, which you did much more in the late 80s, early 90s, than you did in, say, 83. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that from uh, just a spectator. Mm -hmm. You you might disagree with that.
4: No, I I agree with
0: you 100%. You you may not have cared in 83, but, boy, you really took on a commitment in uh 88 Yeah, you really like you you drew the actually, line in the sand. I think it was more so
4: probably in 92.
0: You drew the line in the sand where maybe in 83 you, your your enemy was was heavy metal and in cock rock hair metal. Yeah, it was hair metal. But when you when you when you guys went in that um when you guys took that on in, in the late 80s your enemy became punk rockers. So you know, that's in. I'm with you 100%. But, you know, you knew at the time that was that was kind of a one way, mm-hmm. one way hallway. <laughs> that was one around, t- t- that a one way t- ticket
3: purchased, wasn't it? <laughs> They've been around so long, one of the old enemies does not even exist. You know, hair metal. I mean, that's amazing. It that doesn't even exist anymore. Something who's competing against, but maybe.
2: That, that goes back all the way back to the Thor thing, is the angle on that is that irony thing, that's kind of a, that's the hook now. And I think that's part of the generational thing is like kids that are younger than us look back at that and see it as so cheesy. We didn't see it, we saw it maybe as cheesy, but those guys that were participating in that L.A. scene back in the 80s didn't realize how cheesy they were. Now you've got that perspective to look back and you're just like, oh. And kids look at it and it's ironic. It's funny, you know. So now they have to put that kind of like, spin of irony on it you know it's like oh we're laughing at it but you know we like it but it's funny and you know there's like some sort of the justification is that they're you know they they get it they got that knowing wink kind of thing going and that's why I don't like a lot of these bands that have come up since I'm not going to name names some of them might have come from Raleigh do they um, and, and claim to be from another planet but anyway
0: you know that whole we
2: rock Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, get it, get it, and nope. it's like no, no, I get it, and it's not fucking funny to me. That's what that's where
0: I get offended because I'm like, I take this shit seriously. It's not a fucking joke to me. The band, you know, one of the bands you don't want to mention does their name around with the Arkness? Oh,
2: I'll I'll say that <laughs> uh, darkness. Yeah, but what are you, you know, about? I'm just saying, you know, the the the, the because. They're, they're doing it with their tongue and cheek. The they're obvious. not sincere about what they're doing. But see, I, I no. don't I buy that from them. No, they're good. I'm right. I'm it from I'm not good. Argue, well, we won't argue the darkness, but you understand what I'm saying in general. I know what you, you mean. know. There is, is a there is a there is a there has been a wave of of that in 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 bands that'll. Well, that's I mean that's, that's and I think that played into that, how that whole approach to that Thor thing was done with that kind of like you know we're gonna put our tongue in our cheek and kind of you know. We're gonna bring out the irony in it. If we can't bring out the pedemetery, we'll do the iron irony. irony meanery, you know, <laughs> that's a you know? Old documentary. <laughs> and that's that's where I think a lot of that comes from. And and I think that's why, you know, now the again the lessening and the cheapening of the culture. That's why But you man, know, you know,
4: they show Thor's ban in that uh airport mm-hmm. overseas. Went, we had that same shit happen to us just recently. Remember? We had we went. The guy goes, meet us set so-and-so. We go upstairs. Mm. We're up there. Oh, no, it's not up there. It's, so we go downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Then we're just like, you know, and I'm getting really fed up at this point. I had to just go sit down, and Gooch was beside me, and we're just like going, man. I said, we're going to tell the motherfucker we're right here. Come get us here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was just like. Up, down, over here, over here. Across the street? No, across the street. No, let's go down here. <laughs> you know, it was just like, I mean, it's funny now, but I don't want someone making a documentary going, see, these guys are so stupid <laughs> that they can't even get around in an international airport. Well,
2: I think I, think that's, I think that's... We don't need to now because you just admitted it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that the... the, the, the Again, I guess back to what I'm saying. You, you got to be real careful how you do those things because the wrong person can put the wrong spin on it. Mm. And my problem with a lot of the documentaries that have been out there is that they kind of they kind of fall into the template.
5: Hmm.
0: Um, some of them came along a little bit earlier and they were better. Like I think I think uh, the the band Death, mm. I thought it was a good documentary. I think I like the doc- yeah, yeah. I like the documentary better than the band. Yep. Um, but I felt like uh, I felt like the Pelogram documentary was just kind of was that's, just another that, pedimentary. That's a
2: pedimentary,
1: if that, right. it, that was entertaining us.
2: Oh, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. But you know, you feel kind of dirty watching it because uh, yeah. you're getting your your entertainment is being derived from another person's misery.
3: Yeah, but the anti scene story to me doesn't even well, it's that, not even I'm, the same yeah, thing. So, I mean, that, I, that couldn't right. be. A, I mean,
2: because, but you know, you turn around and, and sometimes though. I mean, same thing with really. You could say that about the MC5 documentary, which not everyone's gotten a chance to see because it's never got a proper release, you know. And that definitely has its hardcore piano moments in mm-hmm. it, you know, and and rightly so. But it's done in a way that isn't so much a pedimentary, It's just like,
1: damn, you know. I mean, I guess it is, but well, it's all about how it's edited?
2: But it's right? done. It's Ooh, done cool. in a and it's done in a respectful way, you know. And and I, I don't know that. I don't know that the you know the pentagram thing is is. I guess it's done in kind of a respectful way. I don't know. I, I I don't think it's the same. I don't know how to really verbalize it.
3: That's a weird dude, man. Well, it was, but you
2: know, I think. But then you got conversely. What what was you you love Twisted Sister, but you weren't real happy with that documentary because you know if, my problem with that is length. It, to me, it was just it was way too. Well, there, long. there was nothing. There was really
0: nothing revelatory about it. You know? No, there was there was things that filled. There was things that yeah, there was. Not re- revelatory, but it 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 a lot on an aspect of man right. I didn't know it, about. It tells
2: the story, but it's just it's it's just the story. There's no there's no dramatic. Depth. Yeah, to it. there's no you know, there's no, there's no, no arc. story. There's yeah, no there arc again, it's, it's like entertaining the story. but it is I, if, it, especially if you're I'm a fan. Glad, I'm
1: glad I'm me. You I know? like kissing time. I like door time. <laughs> 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 I do too, and that's why we like each other. But so it's not like, like Whataburger.
0: I like, but see, I like. Or I like the, the, the Thor. The Thor doc. I mean, like the 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 pentagram documentary, I like just fine. In fact, I really like the music. Yeah, that was the funny thing. Like, I appreciated from a from a movie making standpoint the Death documentary more than the. But I didn't like the band Death. I, I it just didn't do anything for me. But the the pentagram documentary, like, I walked away from that liking the music more.
3: But Twisted Sister never had a story other than just playing playing and playing and playing and playing and playing, playing.
0: Yeah. I mean so they, that's kinda was, what it was.
3: I mean they never really had any uh,
1: yeah, but if you didn't see if, that if they did, memory, we all you knew yeah. was that they got N D V well my point
3: is
2: if they did, they didn't tell the story. Yeah. Well the, yeah. the, We the,
0: don't know about it. The still. story was is kinda weak because what happened with the doc the the, the, the documentary with the Twist Sister story is that the the angle was that all these Missed opportunities, like you know, they put out under the blade, and then immediately the label folds. I mean, that was their their big thing that they just kept kept trying. To me, it doesn't really work because they end up being huge for two years. You know, they end up becoming uh, one of those bands of the '80s that is still looked at today as like
2: we got the backstory, not the
0: story. Yeah, that's
2: what it is. And There's of, still the story has not been told, and that's really going to be once they've made their success and it falls off. Which again, that goes into is it that is that going to be
0: a pedimentary? The well, that's that's a, always the story, that, but now. that's already out there. I mean, uh, the the behind the scene behind the music has already done that that story. See, I haven't well, seen that. maybe I'll
4: Well, see, you know, talking about a documentary that you watch, and then you come away. Being a fan, I did that with that one about Jaco Pistorius. I mean I always knew who he was.
5: Yeah. Was I knew he was a play. bass player. That's good as hell.
4: And I think I first heard him play with Joni Mitchell. And you know, I never that big of a Joni Mitchell fan, but uh when I when I watch I mean, but there's hardly a way to not Go into the world of uh, pedimentary when you uh, are beaten to death by bouncers and go into a coma and die. Mm -hmm. I mean,
2: (laughs) you pretty much much can. Is there a difference between, though, that's what I'm trying to decide. It's like, what's the difference between something that's tragic or tragedy and just something that's just like milking something for your pity just to kind of provide a story arc? Does that make us? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. there yeah, is a difference. What That's what I'm saying. That's why I think. But that, if you don't have the tragedy to make the story out. Yeah, then you but make I the, think it's just, it's very, just I, again. I think around. it's the way it's presented and the way the story's told. I know? mean, I don't think it's so much that you, it's it, it's not that you're like being manipulated into pity. So it's it's telling the just this is the th- bald this is face truth of it. This is what happened because I didn't get that tragic. off. The, I mean, there's that middle in the in the Stooges movie, and it never felt like a pit But you know, they had some heinous shit happen to them. But it never plays like that because the way he tells the story, you know, and and yeah, obviously, you know, what what provides the punch at the end is if you've had some sort of adversity that you've overcome, and that's the payoff. It's just how
0: you put, you know, how you look at it. I guess. So I, don't, I, I like I said, I don't really know the verbiage for it. So but. in order for a story like that to be to come across on the screen uh, effectively, does it need to have the piano moment? Does it... No. It's just a tool
1: in their toolkit, ain't it? But but like okay, it.
0: like we talked about the Twist Sister one. I'm, not, I'm I didn't think it was all that great. It it had a lot of good footage. It it, it introduced me some to some aspects of, of them that I didn't know existed. But from like a documentary standpoint, like it, it was just a story of, of them in the well, club it, days. It didn't have a slave behind part either. That's what so I'm saying. That's, that's, that, that's my question. Okay. The parts that that of a
4: documentary, I don't I don't get. I I don't think it's important to know of every single member that has been in the band you that's, know what I mean yeah I, I, don't, I don't think that's important I mean I, I think what's more important is your eras you know mm-hmm. and what what was accomplished during those eras or what you were striving for during those eras not so much every single guy that came and went and that, that Twisted Sister documentary was kind of yeah. every single guy that came and I, went I, I, Iron yeah.
0: Maiden did one uh, about 10-12 years ago called Early Years and it was it was damn near an hour and a half before you even heard Paul Diano's name I mean started they were talking to these people too these people that were around when they were just a, a garage man See, isn't and, that is that important there?
4: I mean, but. is it
1: important it would be to like a super Iron Maiden nerd it be it. Be yeah. that know. That's, That's that, all that, And that goes
2: there. that goes into the differences between you know w- what you take into it. It's like, w- w- you know, to me the the thing I was telling somebody last night about the Stooges doc is that I was like, well, the thing about it is, if you're a Stooges fan, you already know all this. They're not going it, to. It's not revelatory necessarily, yeah. but it's done in a way that if that still really good and it's worth watching even if you know all this information because it's just a, another way of telling the story but more importantly the movie succeeds on on its own afterwards because people that aren't fans of the band could still watch it and come away with something as opposed to it just being <sighs> what's well, it's be not a and, and it's not just a behind the music way I'm saying they, they'll come away maybe educated into something that they didn't know yeah. before. Well, I, I'm looking forward to that being on Netflix, as opposed to being just a fan documentary, which is valid and fair. You know, I mean, you don't get that when you watch, you know, uh, the Kiss documentary. The what is it called? The thing that came out about behind 92? the music? No, they did behind the scenes, it's extreme no. close up, that, uh, extreme close up. That, that was a, that was, was a promotional thing. It but was, I'm saying that's a history of Kiss, and it works for. For what it does, and as a fan, and I can I'm not watch putting it because it, down, it, it, it hits all that. the it hits all the stuff. But it's not watch that. Probably it's not a. 50s, it's not. Times. It doesn't have that whatever. You know, but we talked the other with day the French about call, I don't know
1: what about a member of <laughs> our band about how he left and how another member got called just because his CD happened to be sitting on the table when one stormed out. Yeah, I guess but it when is somebody looked. I mean, how I guess many it isn't. Yeah, I guess. Little details like
4: that, people would like to know. But yeah, but we're but, not going to tell anybody. But like, how do you work? I mean, <laughs>
2: but that wouldn't really
1: be but, part of the overall story. But, <laughs> but it would really be
4: nice. a, uh, it would be the Tom Petty documentary, then, wouldn't it? Yeah. would well, I think before I had but, to watch that in sessions, man. But see,
3: I think I think that documentary does need to be. And again, I have no dog in the fight. I think that documentary would need to be three or four hours. Why not put it all out there and let people just take their time and watch it? Because it's not going to be in a the
0: movie theater. Well, Dude, let,
3: let, let let it be three or four hours and get it all out there. I think it has to be
0: a watchability factor because mm-hmm. some people. I mean, I'm not going to watch that Tom Bay documentary because it's three or four. Well, hours. I did, but I, 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 I did. It was good as hell. I, was, I watched, it, but it I didn't watch it at one time. I that early it. stuff was amazing. And and the, and the the Jacob I have not watched it. You're the first person I sit, heard that said they like it. Three things keep me from wanting to watch it. First off, I don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he's a bass player. Mm-hmm. Third,
1: what's wrong with fucking bass player?
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Third, it was made by the guy from Metallica. Shouldn't be factoring that in there. I that is that well, is. See,
4: I, I had no idea that motherfucker made that, that is petty only, of only me. to
0: play devil's advocate.
3: I don't know nothing about that at all, but I heard he was like super fan and had all his basses and stuff, so I, I don't might, know. That I mean, guy maybe, might be a
0: great guy. I I don't care about him. Yeah. So it's like... Well, I,
4: well, well, listen, I'll tell you guys another documentary that's awesome. Of someone who I only heard of over the last few years. I may have heard a little bit of his music and thought it was okay when I heard it and liked it. Became a fan when I watched it. The one about that dude, Fella.
0: Fella cootie or yeah. something. Yeah.
4: Man, he was the damn Gigi Allen of damn uh, world
0: music. Yeah. I, did, I didn't. I didn't know he existed. <laughs> G- I, I, I didn't know he existed until I saw the, the Ginger Baker documentary. Right, because right. he's he's linked up in that one too. He yes. was,
2: mm-hmm. I'd heard of him before that, through somebody, but I'd never heard him. And I've I've listened to some of his stuff since. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, stuff like that. That's that's, you know,
0: part of the end game when you can educate somebody into it and maybe turn them on to stuff. Well, let me do a round table starting with Barry because he's always last. <laughs> What's, like, I say rock and roll documentary. What is, like, the, the, the number one, like, you will always watch? Like, your favorite. Mm. <laughs> That's an odd question. That's very good. Yeah,
3: you're, you're asking me You're asking the producer. Someone. The producer said
2: he ain't part of the show. The producer's
0: talked a lot.
2: Hey he has talked a lot today.
0: He not have, have an Okay, you think you pass? Huh? Not even like Filth from the Fury*. No. What about you, Jeff? I have watched Filth
4: and the Fury* a, a lot of times. I've watched uh, the one about the Ramones an awful lot of times. Um, as far as what's my favorite, I I can't shake the feeling I got from uh, watching *Give Me Danger* last night. So really? I I just that's. I'm not in a position to give you a...
0: Okay, well, let me ask you this. Oh, aside from Give Me Danger, do you have a standard that you can watch over and over? That you just...
4: I can watch Filth and the Fury over
0: and over and over again. I see, and this is not my pick, so I can say that, I like Filth and Fury a lot, a little long. I think the classic albums they made of that record yeah, that's, was that's better. Awesome I like that one better. It was a little <clears> less artistic. <throat> mm-hmm. Um, but I do love uh, *Fifth and Fury*. I think it was really good. The MC5 doc, I think, kind of tops them. See, I thought I was kind of saying you would, you were going to go with that Who documentary. You really was big on that Who documentary. It's that good, came out.
2: but I think, I mean, I'm just going, uh, even if it's not a fan, you, you, I think you could enjoy, especially that. Uh, not being a fan of Towns Van Zandt prior, you talk about how you get turned on to stuff. I watched that Towns doc. It's really, really good. And it turned me on to Towns. So, you know,
4: I need to go back on something for a second. I've probably watched The Kids Are Right more than I've watched any documentary about a rock band ever. And, I don't necessarily think that's the best one. of Because the, the Who's got a lot of stuff I, out there. I, I, would, I would agree. I've well, watched the, that. The, and, the and, and, and The Who ain't afraid to put stuff out like some of our other favorites, like Alice Cooper or something. You know, They're not afraid to put that stuff out for their fans. And there have been other more comprehensive documentaries on The Who, but I've watched The Kids Are All Right more. Probably than I watched
1: The and the Fury. So yeah, well, I need so, to go back too, because if you count the classic album, as, I, that's fine. With I that. own the Sex Pistols one, I mean, and I own the Dark Side of the Moon one, and that's the only. I mean, I, I watched the documentary once, so I don't ever go back, but I, I own them too so. Yeah, I own. So I wasn't thinking about. Yeah, I, I was thinking about. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, wasn't, actually, I, I wasn't thinking about this. I, I, I absolutely.
0: Uh, I will even go as far as I say behind the music's, which I think those are kind of cheap. Yeah. But the those classic albums are are, are awesome.
3: What about you, Steve? I wouldn't say I had a favorite. I mean, I'm kind of like Barry. Once I watch one one time, I very rarely go back and watch it over again, even a movie. So I've seen everything you guys have said a couple of times, but I don't really have a favorite. I mean,
0: you want to borrow that Sex Pistols one? No, I
3: don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm out of toilet paper.
0: You, you actually would like it. And I'll tell you, you would like it from a recording standpoint. No, I wouldn't. I think you would. I wouldn't like I it. think
3: I think the next the next
2: subject we ought to hit on this show is why do we like Steve Wentz. How yeah, how can <laughs> you not like the Sex Pistols? <laughs>
3: It's not good. I mean, it's
2: man. like Doug and used to not like the New York Dolls, and I'm just like, how how do you not like? I mean,
3: I can't stand them. I can
2: understand the reputation and everything else, but just as a band, I mean, they're just a, such a straightforward, direct rock band. I don't band. know what happened. How I, when, do you not appreciate when, a straightforward, direct rock and band? When I heard
3: that music, and even now we when I have hear to the have name, have that
2: conversation today. That's yeah. what I'm
3: going to say. It though, when I hear the name, it even gets, it gets, it gets me upset. I just don't like it at all. Like nothing about it. Man, that's that's
0: just this, you know. I guess it worked. I guess.
3: <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I think I think there's also, and I'm not I'm not trying to analyze anybody. I think I think what I could say about Steve not liking the New York Dolls, I could probably say about most people, and myself included. That like you make your mind up early on. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think a mind can be changed if it's if you want to.
2: You know, um, well, I think I think if it
0: if if you if you, depending on whether or not you're right, you'll know. I mean. I'm, I'm not I'm going I'm to put Vegas money on it, but I'm going to say that Steve Winslow probably hasn't listened to any New York Dolls outside of maybe a song or something. I mean. Well, I, didn't, I wasn't referencing him on like that. But I'm just, I'm just, you know, we were talking about
3: that. I can't stand him. I, I just don't like that at all, any of that stuff. To to me, it's not even... Wait,
2: wait, wait. Let let, let me just clarify. Steve Winsell does not like rock and roll. (laughs) No, I
3: do. I just... (laughs) just, Well, I I mean... To to, to me, it goes back to the Kiss conversation of... You don't have to justify that you don't like rock and roll. It's not... You just don't like rock and roll. It's not catchy. I mean, there's a reason why Kiss still draws 30,000 people with the same songs they played 40 years ago, and nobody cares about those bands we're talking about. There's a reason. I mean, those songs are good. A lot of the MC5 songs, a lot of New York Dolls songs, Sex Pistols who knows many of them other than a few people? I mean, honestly, the songs are not that good. Right? Steve, that's a, that's that, a, that's a very...
4: Uh,
3: I, don't, un, I mean, I don't like
4: them. That's a very unthought-out
3: statement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, I didn't grow I mean, up on... I, I, when I go back and, and dig for music, to me, a, to me like that doesn't catch. It doesn't right catch. Ca- that's probably an age thing. It, do- an age it doesn't thing. catch. See, I, don't, I didn't relate to the music of my era
2: at all. You all that heavy metal bullshit that you think is cool. Yeah. no offense. <laughs> well, there's it's just, there's the just flip, but there's that the, was the music that drove me away from all that. But there's the flip flop. That's I how like I got it. driven into discovering the stuff that I like what? is because yeah. I was like I it's was just, just you there's know, no account for taste.
3: There's not. There's, well, no, there's
2: I, no. I I have an argument against. There's that, there's but, no
0: account for taste. Th- <laughs> we're gonna get too much into another thing. We need yeah, to this is for another. another show. But, we need to save this for another. But I do. And because we are about to wrap it up. But I will say that because you know, hey, I got I got a. My boy's got to be heard too on this. As far, <laughs> as, as, far as mine, and a good segue from from what you we were just talking about. If I had to pick one documentary that like I think is almost perfect, it's that Arthur Kane documentary of the New York Dolls. You t- you talk about a, a piano moment. You don't even have to like the New York Dolls. Dude has done nothing for thirty years except be bitter and be alcoholic because he, he didn't ever go and made money after the Dolls broke up. For 30 years, he hated everybody involved in it, hated himself. They finally say, let's all get back together for a concert. <laughs> so he comes together. They all come together. They all hug. They're all buddies. They go and they fucking destroy it for Morrissey's Meltdown. In England, get yeah, get all the prestige, all the notoriety. It, he's back. It's happening. It's happening. They're gonna get back together. Three weeks later, the dude, dies. <laughs> yeah. dude dies. Three that. three
2: weeks three
0: weeks later, the guy fucking dies. That, that
4: is like the opposite of the formula. That 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 whole documentary a was a P- piano ending. moment, yeah. and then it had yay, at the
0: end, and then it went back down to. <laughs> no, you know what? As as a as a fan of that band, and him, to me, it was came out on top. It came out on top. Like that's all he wanted. And he didn't realize he was racing with time. Like yeah. Had that had that happened, had that show been booked a month later, he would, would not have been able it, to get yeah, back on stage yeah. one last time. That's the way I see that. Yeah.
3: But so and I don't mean to keep going, but so what is the reason those bands haven't sustained success then? I mean, I'm not talking about death. I'm just talking about in general. If Commercial they're so great, and, if they're so great and wonderful, why have they not sustained sustained? But
2: the thing as is is they, they have
3: you got uh, to understand that that's my we didn't point. grow up on that stuff man. We didn't grow up on that. You own. didn't
2: grow up on it, but this is the point. It's like I tell people I use the Ramones. I'm like the Ramones when they first came out, they were considered uncommercial at best and anti-commercial at worst, right? I mean, and they had they the industry was against them. Well, right? They were being definitely fought against by their own industry. Now fast forward 30, 40 years later, this anti or uncommercial band are in commercials. And they don't do that by accident. You know, no, there's guy sitting in a room going, Well we'll just use this Hormones song because well, I like it. I agree with that. But know, I miss the Hormones thing because, too. But when I go back because, and listen to them, the music's good. Because you could say, use that argument that you're having. Who had the hit with Tutti Frutti back in the 50s? Yeah. I know, who I know who had the hit with I, I know what you're saying. Who had the hit Pat with yeah, Pat Boone. Pat know. I know what you're How saying. How many people have ever heard the Pat Boone version of Tutti Frutti?
3: I've heard it, but I don't mean anything. Exactly. The quality
2: is what sustains. It doesn't matter how commercially successful it was. because That's completely irrelevant at the end of the day. If the importance of every group
4: was judged on their uh, success as to what they sold, then we would only be sitting here talking about new kids on the block. But I'm not uh, even saying
3: that. I'm just saying more. I I I missed the Ramones thing. I totally did. But when I go back and listen to it, the the songs are incredible. Well, that's what we're saying about. But that man Susan. see, me
4: knowing what you like, knowing that you and I are Hall Notes pals till the end.
3: <laughs> the only two I know of.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I know it surprises you. I don't understand why you don't like the
1: sex. Yeah, reasons. Barry don't either. He I I, I don't understand yeah. it because and I don't
4: know if you just weren't given the proper presentation or what, but
1: I understand why you don't like New York Dolls. Well, you don't like them I mean, either. I can and I can understand, but I cannot understand the Sex Pistols.
3: Mm. Yeah. Do you like New York Dolls? No, I don't
1: listen to that.
3: I just wondered. Never you Maybe it never. Maybe it just never happened. But like, in at you, the in right your, time. In your defense, you don't like the Stones either. I don't dislike them. I just but I am mean, not. I'm not a super fan. To me, the I'd rather not the, the Beatles.
0: Or I would rather that. hear the Beatles. See, is see, I've known you for thirty years, and you say you'd rather hear the Beatles. Is you used to hate the Beatles? I,
3: I, yeah, I flipped on that. <laughs> I did flip on that. It's because you. It's, I,
2: I tried to hide. I tried to fight against the Beatles too, and eventually, you just got to concede.
3: <laughs>
2: you do. You're like, okay, yes, they're good. I, I flipped on the Beatles. I did. know, I don't it's like I, that I know. Like, I don't
4: think I ever went through a period where I hated them. I never, I hated, I never them.
2: hated them. I never hated them, but, you know, it's just it's like uh, some of the stuff becomes such a perennial thing that you just sort of knee-jerk react against it, and that's sort of what we're saying is his reaction against the sex Pistols. But that's my point is the quality is there, and eventually I think it'll seep through if you just get the right avenue to bring it in, you know? You used to say the same stuff about
4: the Ramones, and I would have never thought one yeah. day you'd be like, I well, I love mean, the Ramones, yeah. yeah but, I,
3: I came along with them, and one of my greatest regrets is not seeing them with y'all. One of my greatest regrets. I mean, I have two or three regrets of, of things I should have went and saw, and that's one of. Them.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, and that's just it pisses me off to this day. That but, you know, be, I was that into would a good show for them. Though. But think about it, man. I mean, time and place now. Time and place. We, me and Jeff were into Jackal. I mean, time and place. Oh, we had God. no. We had no clue what that crap was. So I mean, it's it's just a difference of age on this little bit of stuff because I, I had. No, guess it's dude, also, I bought fifty-one fifty and threw it in the in, in trash because I thought it was satanic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, same, same with rain and blood same with rain and blood we bought rain and blood well, well, we threw it out the window me and Jeff because we thought it was satanic which hey, it was but you know but I mean it's time and place you know what eventually really flipped me on the sex pistols Megadeth now now this is getting weird
2: Megadeth did that cover of Anarchy in the UK right and I was like well, that's pretty cool and then we, and, 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 and just by chance my little stepbrother he was getting into the skate thing and he had a Cassette uh, <laughs> that someone had copied shit on, you know, and the Sex Pistols was on it. So I was like, I want to hear that song. And then once you've heard that, you start listening to the rest of the record, you know. Yeah. And and once we heard the original, we were oh, fuck that nigga, that shit. That shit's <laughs> weak, man. Johnny, come lately, Sex
4: Pistols fans. I got to, li- <laughs> I got to live through. I got to live through my mom seeing the record on my bed, and she cried. Now oh, see amazing. that's
3: there you, there you go. That's that's the diff, there's the difference. Yep. Hey,
2: I've had similar experiences. I bought a Misfits tape. Mom lived. But see I, here's the deal. And maybe this the, maybe saw, this, saw the title Angel Fuck and she her head exploded.
3: Maybe this will explain it, <laughs> Russ. Like when I when I grew up, my mom bought me my mom bought me Diary of a Madman. She bought me anything I wanted on vinyl and never said a word about it. No. So I didn't have that. Now how can you have diarrhea,
2: man? And think fifty. No, 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 no. No,
3: I'm just saying. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking about when I bought a tape in the record store. She bought me all these records. I don't know if I even listened to them because I was just wanting it because of the cover. Yeah. But so. I'm just saying I didn't have the parents that were. Oh, well, you got to throw this in the trash. Okay. They they didn't care, so I didn't have nothing to rebel against. Mine never yeah. cared about
4: anything as far as that goes. That you know, my mom thought Alice Cooper had a beautiful voice as long as she didn't have to look at him. (laughs) Uh, um, Now, now dad gave me some shit about Alice Cooper. Because of the hair? Because (laughs) of everything. (laughs) And, uh, but the only, the only thing my mom was ever upset about was the Sex Pistols. And that is because one of her friends who worked in the music mart in (laughs) Albemarle she said, uh, yeah, he's wanting that new Kiss record. Well, we don't got it yet. She said, I don't know what he sees in that old Kiss. You know, she just thought, oh, he's too way too into that. And she said, her name was Miss Turner. I don't remember what her first name was, but it was, the last name was definitely Turner. And she said, Ruth, just be thankful he's not into them people, the Sex <laughs>
0: And that's all it took. That's all it took for me. That's all it took for her. And I'm like,
4: hmm. We did did one of them uh, school field trips where we came to Charlotte or something. And uh, I had a little bit of pocket money because I knew we'd be in the mall. And, man, I saw the Sex Pistols on the end cap. Like The whole thing was nothing but never mind the
3: bullets. Pew! Oh, yeah.
4: And, uh, man... That, that record stayed on my turntable, I swear to you, for a month. It didn't come off. only time it came off was to flip the side. <laughs> and, man, one day, and I kept it from her because I knew how she felt about it. And they were all in the news then. You know, oh, they they vomit on their audience. You know, oh, they're spitting all over people. My mom was just like, that is the most disgusting thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know, and one day she walked in. I forgot to slip it <laughs> off the damn bed before she goes, I can't believe he's a board that's people. <laughs>
3: that was great.
2: Hey, that's part of what scared me away from punk rock when I was like ten or whatever. Was all that all those stories and stuff? That was that was like, you know, that spun my little brain sideways. I was like, I can't handle that. That's just, yeah. uh, you know, I was lucky. So because... I dismissed punk rock for a long time, right out of hand, just like that, because of right. the,
0: and that's the industry working against them. Yeah. Part of me wants to say that I had a really cool mom because she didn't ever, she never like monitored that stuff. She didn't care. I think she thought I could make my own choices. But part of it, like you, like Steve said, we grew up in Mount Pleasant. There wasn't a punk rock contingent mm-hmm. in Mount Pleasant. Mm-hmm. There, heavy metal was 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 Van Halen. You That's know, name, which goes back to my point. And 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 you know when Metallica came along. I think I think by the time you I think by the time that a kid is fifteen and 16 years old, the parent's not gonna be able to do anything as far as monitoring what their kid listens to. Right. but like in my earlier years, I mean I was completely at the at the mercy of what was on the radio and on MTV. That's like for me heavy metal was was come on feel the noise and um you got another thing coming, which the priest is fine. I don't I never liked uh, the quiet riot. But do you like the Slade? The Slade? The Slade? I, I like the Slade a lot more than I did two years ago. Oh, really? Yes, I, I turned around on the Slade. I will say I, I always liked Slade a little bit. Another episode. When I bought all those records with Steve, me and Steve went and these records I went and sold. I had Slade with the, the thumb. And I probably listened to it like four times in a row. Just kept turning it over and over. I was like, because I, I always used to say I liked Sweet more than Slade. Cause you always everybody pairs those bands up. Like now it's like, no, very, I like Slade. Very, very different. I like Slade more than Sweet, and a pretty lethal band. I ain't saying I like everything, but did you keep that record? Did you sell like Oh yeah, I got it. It's its own. That and the Rose Tattoo had all this this milk toast uh, vanilla rock that no one cared about. But it was it was the first Rose Tattoo. And um, that Slade record, I was like, man, I can't believe it. Someone, someone from around here had
4: the first Roche that tattoo. That guy had a, a guy Some had, great stuff. He had tons <clears throat> of shit. He sold me like
0: 600 records <clears throat> for $600. And it was a bunch of stuff, just rock stuff.
4: I mean, I, I bought all the Roche tattoo records in record stores in Charlotte and Albemarle when they came out, you know, but. There was always one, and they never seemed to like restock them or anything. You he never heard nobody talk about them.
0: Well, this guy had that one, and I, you know, I I, I was surprised to see it because most of his stuff like it was just radio rock. I mean, he had a lot of lesser known stuff, not lesser known like humble pie. He had a bunch of that stuff. He had a bunch of seventies glam.
4: Hey, can I tell you a funny roast tattoo story before we sign off? Wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I was living in Charlotte, and I, and I came home, you know, just sometime on the weekends, just to do laundry and all that kind of stuff. Well, uh, my brother was still living at home, and he had got me uh, scarred for life for Christmas. Well, I was stopping by home. Uh, he he told me. See, Greg and I always told each other what we got each other for Christmas. We didn't like the whole element of surprise <laughs> thing. And I was going to see Aerosmith because Rose Tattoo was opening for him at the Greensboro Coliseum. But I didn't have the new record yet. So I stopped by home. (laughs) Knew Greg had got me the record. Popped it open. (laughs) Took it in there. Played Scarred for Life so I'd be familiar with all the songs, man. Put it back in the rap. Put it back under the damn tree. And then I go on to the show, and now I know when they play "Scarred for Life" and "Branded." And all that. I know. Them. And uh, I always thought that was a pretty funny story. Cool. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know when you're when you're a kid, uh, I think by, you get so many you get, you get such good skills at uh, sneaking into presence. But
4: see, the thing is,
0: I went to see Rose Tattoo.
4: I, at this point, I didn't care about Aerosmith. Aerosmith is one of my favorite bands. What tour was that? Rocking a hard place, yeah, and they were terrible, they were
0: awful. I mean, I still would have loved to. You're talking about late 70s, uh, yeah. Aerosmith, though. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was terrible. I mean, they were, they were Just, pretty over, overcome with drugs at that point. Right? Right. This is probably early 80s, right? 81. This 80...
4: isn't,
0: this isn't with uh, the other guys, right?
4: This is, yeah, there, there was no Joe Perry. Oh, so, 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 Joe was no, Bar- was, so Joe Perry's not in the band. Yeah, right. I, yeah I wouldn't even want to see that. Yeah, there was no Joe Perry, no uh, Brad, Whitford. Brad Whitford. It was the two other guys Charlie Crespo and.
3: Wow. I can remember his remember name. I can, That's a good but, <clears throat> yeah, they had good songs. There's a lot of people that was a packed? Remember. Yeah, yeah, it was packed.
4: But, man, they came out, they opened with Back in the Saddle. It's one of my favorite songs. <coughs> they were well into it before I realized what the hell it was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were bad. They were very
0: bad. Mm. Well, that sounds uh, like a good ending spot. All right. A shitty arrows, mentor. Well, listen. If you have stuck, if you have stuck around for this, uh, then God bless you. Because yeah, thank uh, you very much. We we got real far off task. But <laughs> well, listen, uh, hit us up on our Facebook. Let us know what you think. We have a we have an email address. Write us thepossumpitpodcast at gmail dot com. Again. Podcast at gmail.com look for us on facebook we are on itunes and soundcloud and youtube look on our facebook page i'm going to link all that stuff up and when you get on any of those avenues to check us out subscribe review download do all that stuff uh it might not seem like a lot but we need to hear from you guys No, you know make sure we're you know i, I was happy with that number we've I've done. See, almost 300 people have viewed it on Facebook. I mean, on um, on YouTube, we have over 100 people who uh, have subscribed to Facebook. But we want to hear from you, so get in touch with us. Look for us in a couple, in you know, about two more weeks. And um, we love you. Thanks. See you next time.